And welcome to the Red Leaf Retrocast. It's episode 67, everybody. Brother! It's the wrestling video games episode. Hooray! Also known as a bonus wrestling cast. <laughs> a bonus wrestling cast. Yeah, it works two ways. It won't be confusing at all in the uh, nomenclature of the podcast that I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can all follow uh, this. Of course, yes. We, so... We is there an unwritten rule that we all must, uh, must uh, speak in the gimmick of a famous wrestler? Ooh, ooh, I want to do one. I want to do one. I want to be Eugene. <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate in 2020. Yeah, it's, pr- it's probably fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure nobody will be offended. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Okay, fine. I'll be... Uh, wait, hold up. I'm trying to think of something worse. Gold dust. <laughs> I'll be gold dust. Now, I will demand you have to get uh, breast implants. Before Wrong. this podcast First gets all, started, I got a better idea. I'm uh, gonna be uh, my favorite wrestler, uh, Triple H. Uh, so I'm gonna, no, I'm doing that. You asked for this. As I'll be, host, I will not let you bury any other hosts. <laughs> uh, I literally bury Colin's love for King Hearts literally every week. Right, well, I, I guess do. you fit the. I, I guess you fit the bill then, <laughs> brother. Uh, Up on the card. Nice. <laughs> I'll be Undertaker when he didn't talk at all. Oh, well. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to nail that role. <laughs> you're not going to be the uh, American badass one at all, where he talks shit the whole time. And, of course, buries the roster. <laughs> and Limp Biscuit intro, which means best Undertaker. <laughs> chocolate starfish, rise up, rise up. You know how long it took me to realize <laughs> chocolate starfish? He's talking about a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize that till way later. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that song means two things. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, there was Roland. Yeah. Rolling, rolling, rolling. You're rolling a blunts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but now he rides on to Metallica these days. Anyways, yes, wrestling episode. We got what games we'll be playing here in a second. Our topic for the episode is something I did just a little bit of research for. I uh, played a lot of the games that it does pertain to. It's the Aki Wrestling Engine. Uh, it's a famous wrestling game engine that, well, in the late 90s, a, you guessed it, a group of wrestling games got critically acclaimed and still, well, wrestling fans want it more today, probably <laughs> more than ever. Uh, it's otherwise known as the AKI Engine. After that, we got uh, our second iteration of the uh, Retro Magazine Game Review. And then our main topic, which is a series of wrestling games that we all picked. And I can't wait to talk about them I'm so disappointed you did not call it the main event. You piece of shit. The main event on the card. The draw, some might say. Jeez, it was there for you. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to, like kick you out and you're gonna have to go to a lesser yeah. wrestling organization sorry yeah you gotta go to the minor league <clears throat> like that AEW bullshit it's okay I'll take my TNT deal <laughs> yeah uh, I won't have to worry about losing uh, millions of viewers hand over fist every year on you year over year there we go don't worry you're still gonna make a giant profit it's gonna be all great and I'll get those profit margins <clears throat> up when I lay you guys off <laughs> would you like some oil money would it make you feel better? Right now? No, actually. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Here's some money. 
Dude, gas was a dollar seventy-five the other day. Ooh, I'm at a dollar eighty-nine. Insane. Love it. It's <laughs> how much? Totally how much great. is it per liter for you, Colin? <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, seems to fluctuate between seventy-six cents and eighty-two cents. Whoa! Holy shit! Someone on the uh, Houston subreddit got forty cents with the Kroger bonuses added to it. Oh my cents God. a gallon. That's ridiculous. Oh, jeez. A sad oil economy makes for a bad economy and all. Uh, I did finally get my stim check, though, so that was nice. What what, what unnecessary wrestling merch did you buy? Uh, I actually went through and bought one of the games we played for the podcast. Oh, see? So that was it, then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right, Uh, Joey, what game have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Warzone. Nice. So. Cod, you've been playing that fifth <clears throat> game. Yeah, been having yeah. a lot of fun with it. So, won a couple games. Although the last game I played, it froze when we were at the final twelve people, and my Oof. team was four of them. So between the other eight, there was three teams, and we we're about to take out a team, and then the game died. Oof. Uh, bummer. So, yeah, they had a rough just patch on too Friday. Bad. <laughs> Big oof, chief. <laughs> so that's what I've been playing. I've been playing a lot. Very enjoyable. How about you? I also just got into Warzone. Uh, I used to be the big old Fortnite boy. But I'm just getting mad at people just building every time I shoot anything ever. So I was like, maybe I go back to Warzone and see what's up. Uh, I'm having fun with it. But beyond that, because, you know, we talked about that. uh, What did I just beat? Batman Arkham City. Because I was going to do Night and then I forgot what happened in City. (laughs) <laughs> um, hot take I don't think City's as good as Asylum but uh, Asylum's boss fights are so shitty that like it kind of balances out yeah kinda makes sense so like but like I don't yeah I don't think that game's as, like an open world like I don't think it needs to be it does the same thing Infamous does where like being on the ground is kind of like you might as well be dead um, ah yes I know the feeling <laughs> yeah so like I don't know I, it's a good game but like I feel like people were how do I put this? I just feel like not every game needs to be an ambitious open world. Like, what happened to, like, good linear stories? You know, let's just tell a story. Not everything needs to be, like, open world! You can go anywhere. Like, it just doesn't fit things. I don't know. Yeah, that was, um, that was sort of a trend for a long time. Just de- every it single AAA is, developer needed to make it an open world so that people could play it as long as possible. Yeah, Everything's got to just... be a sandbox. Everything's got to... You know, you got to get towers, unlock this area. Well, yeah, if you the Grand if, Theft Auto I mean, way of life. If you're yeah. gonna make an an indie game these days, it's, it needs pixel art. It needs to be a Metroidvania. It needs to be a roguelike. It needs to have crafting. It needs to be an open world. And now maybe throw in a little battle royale. Like I think I just made the perfect indie game. <laughs> um, what else have I been? Playing? I think you just described Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's pixel, the pixel art in Call of Duty. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you get your logos, there's kind of pixel arts. And your, your oh, tags yeah. and everything, there so there you go. <laughs> and then they have sprays too, which I think some of them are pixel art. Yeah, there you go. I uh, what else did I do? I beat no Rogue Legacy. So popular, it's your it's your ideal game, Kevin. <laughs> pretty much, I love Call of Duty. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Rogue Legacy beat that. Nice. That was fun. That game's still great. And then uh, I'm also playing a little bit of Saber Wolf on the Game Boy Advance. Saber Wolf. It was a rare game that I guess I think it came out on the Commodore first, but now they remade it, or not now, 
And we made it for the GBA. But essentially, it's like, here's these short little, like, puzzle platformer levels. You get little uh, creatures to help you through, and you plan out how you want to get through the level, get the treasure, and then you run back to the start of the level as fast as you can without the wolf ca- uh, catching you. Ooh, that actually sounds pretty cool. It's really fun. Um, but it, it's, like, it's got that weird, like, asterisks and obelisks, like, design European style. So, like, it's got a very specific art style. So I like it. It's fun. Wasn't uh, Saberwolf a character I, in Killer Instinct? Yes, and I can only imagine he's a reference, but uh, the wolf in this game is a little doofier. <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, so, and also doesn't... Wolf? It also doesn't rip you to shreds, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Here's that. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. How about you, Colin? Oh, quite a bit. I've been... I mean, I've been focusing a lot of my effort on uh, Lunar Silver Star Story. Played about 14 hours so far. At the eight-hour mark is when the, the villains du jour finally make their debut. Of course, I spent a lot of time talking to the NPCs looking for funny dialogue, so it would probably be more like six or seven for anybody else. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Like I said before, it's no Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy IX, but still up there in terms of quality. Plot's picking up steam, so I'm interested to see where it goes. And I also started up Children of Morta, which is a fairly recent indie game. Reminds me a little bit of Dead Cells in that it's a pixel art roguelike exploration game with a dodge roll mechanic, but... It differs in that it's a top-down action RPG with more or less fixed weaponry and magic per per uh, character. But for each level, you have the choice to play as different characters. Like, for instance, you'll be the father who uses a sword and shield, or you'll be the eldest daughter who uses a bow and arrow. And there's even a couch co-op option, so two people can play at once as different characters. And... I still can't get past the first level. It's, it's hard as shit. It's like, I can get past, like, the first half, but then close to the end of the second half, I always get overwhelmed by the sheer number of enemies. But thankfully, you get to keep whatever treasure and gold you picked up along the way, which you can use to buy upgrades that affect all of the characters at once. You don't just have to do it individually. The only individual things you have to do with each character is like getting experience and gaining or just filling out the skill trees for each of them. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'll definitely be continuing with that. And I played and completed Half-Life 2 Episode 1. Oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty short, but I didn't expect a full-length game. It's pretty much just more of Half-Life 2, and that's not a bad thing. Just need to get started on episode 2 now. And then you need to get a VR so you can play Alex and get really mad at orb puzzles. <laughs> yeah, maybe once I win the lottery. <laughs> well, you just gotta get multiple stim checks. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm late. Uh, I know. Just be, li- just be like, uh, what is it, 70% of the United States that actually is making more money now if they live since yeah, they're off unemployment? Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's 70%, but it's some some really like horrid number that represent the country. <laughs> yeah, really. 
Hey, if uh, that uh, monthly stim check thing comes in, I'll be uh, making more than I did just sitting at home. <laughs> <laughs> once I once I get my DZ driving license, then I'll be making more money. Now, I know I'm late to the party on this one, but after seeing that the Final Fantasy VII Remake was sold out of physical copies everywhere, I broke down and bought the digital version out of necessity. Since I'll- Oh, I just, speaking of which, I discovered uh, that they actually locked out two summons behind the deluxe edition paywall. Oh my god. I'm quite upset god. with that. Oh good, they modernized Final Fantasy VII, I'm glad to hear. <sighs> yeah. It's the way to go. I've been waiting for Final Fantasy to modernize. You know, finally. <laughs> well, since all of my favorite review channels are covering it, and there's spoiler warnings everywhere, and I haven't had a chance to play it yet. The game's but... twenty years old. What's spoiled? <laughs> the new elements they put changed into the, the story. <laughs> <laughs> they made a lot of changes to it. Do Cloud yeah. and Barrett kiss? They didn't change as more of they added. They changed some things. In any case, I'd like to pay, play it fresh. Yeah. And I, f- I found out you know. something rather saddening about Doom Eternal. Apparently, oh, uh, what is that? It's too hard. <laughs> Got him. Apparently, when it was being made, more than half of Mick Gordon's soundtrack was not mixed by him. I mean, it was composed, but not mixed. And thus the, I mean, I remember when I was playing it, I didn't feel like a lot of the soundtrack was as memorable as the first game, and now I know why. Well, probably contributed to him quitting. (laughs) Yeah. That's not too far from the truth, actually, because he, uh, because he didn't have any part in the decision of having someone else mix the tracks, he, he actually said he doesn't think he'll be working with id or bethesda going forward so if id software decides to make another doom game mick gordon might not be doing the soundtrack for it in which case i will be very hesitant to buy it day one because that soundtrack in 2016 was half the reason i enjoyed it so much but i did find out it does have a kick-ass soundtrack it's very true (laughs) Well, there's a there's a rumor going around that it might be <clears throat> might actually be uh, re- remedying that situation. He'll be they'll try to get Mick Gordon back to mix the rest of what he couldn't mix, and then they'll be able to release that with all the deluxe editions they they uh, put out, and possibly patch the the mainline game. But who knows? figure it out I actually did find out from all of those videos I watched about it that Mick Gordon did the soundtrack for Prey so since I have that in my collection it's one of the next in line for me to play I know it's something of a system shock wannabe but hey Mick Gordon soundtrack I'd play <clears throat> I'd go so far as to get the Killer Instinct or 2013 game just to hear one I don't have an Xbox or Xbox One, so I can't. I don't have you remember heard of the music in Prey being all that memorable. Hmm. The game is certainly weird, that's for sure. I mean, I have it in my collection, so I'm I'm curious to see. 
that you're you're talking about the new one, not the original, right? Original what? Prey. Well, I'm talking about the one on PS4. I didn't know there was like an original Prey. Yeah, yep. Prey is a reboot. I uh, did not know it's that. Like, it's like a not sequel. Yeah, something like that. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's a not sequel is the best way to put it. Yeah. In any case, uh, what I have is the PS4 version, so I'll, I'll see how it goes. Word. And that's pretty much everything I've been playing. I gotta get on that lunar lunar train. Fuck, really do. Fucking better, man. It's it's good shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I've 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 been playing Final Fantasy VI before bed. That's my before bed game. Um, I've I've almost reached the point where I played for the podcast. Uh, no, I'm way past that actually. Nice. Because I got, yeah, 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 I'm like six and a half, seven hours in now, <laughs> which means I've almost gotten the uh, Magis, Magis, Magistones, Magistrates, Magistrates, I think, uh, the, the, the not materia <laughs> for Final Fantasy VI. Uh, and after playing the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I really, I, I told you this, Kevin, already, but I, I, it's just exacerbated how, how much the retro Final Fantasy games streamline the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Cut the bullshit. Well, it's... It's just... Events happen so quickly rather than letting them sink in and let characters develop. That's why I like the Final Fantasy VII remake so much is... Um, I've heard this in a number of people describe it. I think it's just a phrase going around now. Is... Final Fantasy used to be you grind the game to get to the story, and now you grind the story to get to the game, which I don't, like, I I get the comparison, or the the parallel there, but I, I don't totally agree with that with Final Fantasy VII, because there's a lot of gameplay to it. I never felt like I was, I was grinding out watching something enjoyable, and the, the cutscenes weren't long, not really, there was a a couple areas that were... Ah, I spoke about those already, but you get the point. Yes. Yeah. Joey, I did beat Ori Wisps. Ori Wisps. I did beat it. Ori yeah. Wispy Boys. Yeah. Um, took you a while. I was... Yeah, it took me... Yeah, well. I wasn't in any rush to pl- to beat it, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, the, the, the combat... Mm, it made the boss fights less memorable... Uh, the chase scenes were like half as long as I remember, except one, and that was this desert worm creature. The sand. That worm. one was pretty long. That one almost made me quit the game. <laughs> what made it? What made it so hard for you? I don't know. I guess when you have to like jump into the sand, for some reason I couldn't get angles right, and I would either hit the wall and get killed, or miss the sand completely and fall and die. So it was a lot of annoying things like that. Ah, I see. You played with a controller, right? Of course, played on the Xbox. Okay. okay, all right, all right. Gotta make sure. Little kitty cat. Uh, yeah, I didn't really have any major issues with. The, I mean, you died a lot less than I did. That's for sure. <laughs> when I and most took of a, those deaths were on that sandworm. <laughs> most of my deaths were just being super stubborn that I can get to this area, <laughs> even though I probably don't have the the right the right ability yet. <laughs> 
because uh, I never got stuck on, say, a boss or a chase scene. It was, it was always just those. Uh, you, you know what killed me a lot? The 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 darkness area, where as soon as the dark engulfs you in two seconds, you're dead. That area got me a lot. Yeah, I don't That's think I sure. died too much in there, but I went there pretty late. Oh, see, that was the first area I went when I needed to go get the wisp, so I was very hindered with the uh, ability section. Uh, beat RE3 Remake. Um, I'll have plenty of thoughts on that one for the Modern Game Podcast, so I'll just leave it at that for now. It's just people are upset that the game's like five hours. <laughs> Are you telling me an old Resident Evil game is short? What? Yeah, really, right? <laughs> Crazy. Those games are only like famous for being speedrun. Yeah, I mean Code Veronica, which we just covered on the, uh, the last episode, Zombies episode. Sorry. That was that was <laughs> uh, remarked as ah, it's longer than all the other ones. <laughs> oh my god, that I don't like. I still will not get over how people think playing that tank controls for eleven hours is going to be fun. Like. No, but whatever. People are weird. Anyways. Yeah, I know. I'm standing by this. Don't you anyways me. I did anyways you. Bad game. Uh, I beat another bucket list uh, game uh, last night. I was up pretty late drinking bourbon, Ooh. drinking that Woodford's Reserve. I was playing Control. You guys remember Ooh. this game from, uh, I believe, last year. The game that nobody thought was going to be talked about, and then everyone talked about it. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that those are the everything. It was like, oh, this is gonna be flying under the radar. Nobody's gonna remember this game. Well, it did fly. It did fly under the radar uh, because there was hardly any advertisement to it. It had a very low key release in August of last year. Just nobody was talking about it. That is very true. It didn't sell well in that first month, and then as word got around. After its release, then everybody started going crazy with it. Holy shit, this game's really good. Uh, Jay on the Modern Cast, uh, too bad he couldn't make it here for the wrestling episode. I know he wanted to be a part of it. Uh, He is right in why he didn't get into it, in which the first hour or two, excuse me, is really, really slow. And, hey, we've we've said on this podcast plenty of times, if a game doesn't grab you then that's the fault of the game not you for not liking it right yeah like code veronica for instance (laughs) don't give me nightmares i don't think i've ever heard of this game control yeah i'm watching a video of it now the number one thing i heard about it is that if you have a base ps4 or xbox just prepare for it to blow up uh i mean it does make it sound like a, j- a jet engine, that's for yeah. sure. So if you, I think that's on PC, so Joey might have a great time with it. There's, I heard there's a lot of particle effects and pretty colors. Oh, yeah. dude, there's there's still a, quite a number of times when so much shit is going down, especially uh, near the end of the game, where there's so many enemies on screen and explosions. <laughs> the game just <laughs> lags for a second. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> it's yeah. pretty wild. It's not on Steam yet. What? I think it's on. I think it's on the Epic Store. Bah, Epic. Bah. It says it's I have to click on a different Steam. icon. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but um. So yes, I did beat. I did beat it. It was very. Jeez, cat. 
Uh, it was very enjoyable. I'm so glad I popped it back in, and uh, it just I I usually don't do side missions. I usually don't care about reading documents in a story, but the way it I still didn't read all the documents because there's just such a large amount of them in the game. But uh, what I know what I ended up noticing is whenever you get to like an interesting section or uh, you reach kind of a rest point, let's call it that. There's always a couple documents around there to fill in to fill in the the story that the world is showing. Uh and how this bureau this bureau uh goes about their daily life mixing in with the with all the uh the paranormal stuff that's that's in the uh the oldest house. Uh it's pretty cool. The, I I will say the game ends on a very poor note, so I kind of have to stand with the fact that uh, the game probably, like, critically shouldn't be, <laughs> it should remain off the top 15 list of last year. Now, I personally, just because I enjoy it so much, I can't say that the ending was very satisfied. Did you play Expansion um, 1 and Expansion 2? I mean, well... The I know there's a DLC that came out, but it's like fifteen dollars, so I'm probably just gonna wait till that's yeah there's, on sale. There's that, and then they also have a season pass. It looks like AWE. I don't know if it's out yet. No, it's coming soon. The second expansion is coming soon. Yeah, so maybe when the second one, second expansion comes out, the first one will go on sale. It's usually how that happens, just like with all the Fire Pro Wrestling DLC that <laughs> happens. Um, but yeah, control. Uh, I love the gunplay system. Uh, do you remember psyops, the Mindgate conspiracy, Joey? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a modern version of that. Some people have, except the story is even stranger. <laughs> some people have called it Jean Grey visits the SCP Foundation. <laughs> yeah, you could totally say that. <laughs> uh, you do get. Yeah, I did get the levitate ability at one point, and I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. There was a sweet, sweet boss battle uh, that's part of a side mission, but it's it's a side mission that's directly next to um, the mainline mission that you're currently doing at the point. Uh, so what happens is this this object, a refrigerator, uh, warps you inside its own little world, and it's being corrupted by the main enemy, and it's this giant like eyeball tentacle creature. Uh, your favorite, Kevin. It's probably a hentai creature. Gross. <laughs> uh, I really liked the boss, but the boss battle was so aggravating because I kept falling through the floor. Because it, it, it would destroy... Uh, it would destroy the floor, but the problem is that you're looking up at the boss so you can hit it. So as you're looking up, you don't know what's below you. So I just kept falling, falling, falling. I wouldn't know where the... Where the floor was taken out. Kind of, that was aggravating. Um, but yeah. I it, it really opens it up for a sequel. Or at least these uh, DLC packs uh, quite well. Uh, don't know what happened to our brother. He's in, a, he's in a coma or whatever. So we'll see what happens. I can see why this game's a beast. Recommended RAM is 16 gigs. Oh yeah. It's quite ridiculous. It I still think it. Horizon Zero Dawn put my PS4 through a... Uh, a higher end workout, but yeah, control. Whew, it really tests the limits of that of that box. <laughs> Good thing I've got a pro uh, then. 
Yeah. Uh, I do have. I did. I did boot up Fire Pro Wrestling World. Uh, all the DLC like super went on sale over time, so I don't think I paid more than two dollars for a lot of it. Uh, you could buy Butterfingers and whatnot, or codes that'll make it even cheaper. So you spend, you know, your eighty cents on a candy bar, and you can you can get a discount code on the discount, which is <laughs> kind of fun. So, busting through Fire Pro Wrestling World, playing through they they've done a bunch of updates that I just totally missed. Like you can now put a flash drive into your PS4 with like forty. You can put in custom entrance songs, so you uh uh let's see you i think it's like 30 or 40 seconds for an entrance and then you could just assign it to the wrestler so really cool stuff there i've been messing about in that uh so there's a bunch of updates like that uh for the quality of life uh, those are free and then there's dlc such as they added um the fire promoter mode uh they added fighting road so I'm not sure how I feel about this because a fire like Spike Chunsoft is not a AAA studio, so they would put they put out the regular content of their normal game and then they've expanded upon it, uh, but it just costs so much when they first come out, and being that we're in twenty the year twenty you know when the game came out 2018, 2019, 2020... I'm really conflicted that this should have been part of the base game from the start. Do you have Fire Pro Wrestling World, Kevin? Uh, I was like mid-cough, of course you asked me that. I don't, but I didn't love the PS2 one, so I'm like conflicted if I want to get it or not. Well, I mean, it's on sale right now. I think you can get it for like $8. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Yeah. Sold. Alright, going to figure that out. And then you and yeah, and then you can get like the, the, the GM mode DLC for cheap as well. I just don't like I know you're always yelling at me, watch New Japan, watch New Japan. It's just like I don't know anyone in it, so I'm just gonna assume they're all uh made up people till further notice. <laughs> well, the the best part of Fire Pro Wrestling World is the online community. You it's fifteen dollars. You can literally download the entire WWE roster with their finishers. <laughs> I just want that. Well, like, it, all right. I know Kenny's on it because Kenny's on the cover, and I do love me some. Uh, wait a minute. Why do I need this? Five Star Wrestling Regenesis is there. Excuse me. You know what? Oh, you've never heard of Five Star Wrestling uh, Regenesis? No. Oh, you have something to look after. Anyway, uh, is Cody in uh, Fire Pro? No, you'd have to download Fuck. him. I'm into that. Whatever. Yeah, I, I mean they. They, yeah, you just, uh, what you do is you log on to Fire Pro World on your computer, and then you can just click subscribe on all of the people you want to download, and then when you boot the game up, they all just pop up in there. Yes. Then you can maneuver them around, create stables all you want, that kind of thing. What Ooh. I've done is I've downloaded a boatload of, uh, women wrestlers from all over the world and time, and I've created gm mode <laughs> through um through those means uh so you could you could start a promotion with like six people uh i made world <laughs> women entertainment <laughs> oh my what the fuck yeah Ooh, who's got the covid going on over there i sneezed uh, yes oh 
That's not Glad a symptom, but we could <laughs> diagnose it as that. I mean, I held my phone as far away from me as possible when I sneezed, but apparently it didn't work. <laughs> we got to put you not. down, Colin. <laughs> we got to put you down. Uh, but well, yeah, too bad super you can't cross the border just... right now. Uh, we can go out anytime we want. It's coming back in. That's the problem. Can't come to Canada. Challenge yeah, accepted. I Guys, I gotta Canada's go. Closed. I gotta go. I'll get the popcorn. <laughs> nice. Popcorn? Nah, I want those old dress chips. <laughs> <laughs> what? So yeah, I've been super addicted to Fire Pro Wrestling World, dicking around in it just constantly. I think I've restarted the GM mode for fun like three times at this point. <laughs> just trying try. to... Yeah, just trying to... If you're a wrestling fan, you really got to give this game a try. Uh, well, the, there is a, it is Fire Pro, so there's a bit of a steep learning curve on how the gameplay works. So that, that that's my issue I had with the the PS2 one. I have no idea how you initiate a grapple. Yeah, it's all based on timing. Yeah, but what is the timing? It's like the timing I, it, is based on their steps, uh, their uh, how quick they grab, and then there's grunts and groans the characters make. That sounds it just too complicated. it seems so random. Like I know I know people hate the WWE games, but it's like I know if I hit grab people, I go to grab them instead of like Saturday Night Slam Masters two, where I walk at them and then maybe I'm in control. I don't know. <laughs> I might be. That's why I never, I don't know, I never, I never got it. So I'm gonna wait and see if I really want to do this. Well, the fire, the Fire Pro uh, Wrestling World has a very good tutorial. Yeah, that... so the PS2 one did too. I, I still can't figure it. Oh, there's a DLC bundle on uh, Steam, although most of the price of that bundle is the last two DLCs. <laughs> so for forty bucks, you can Ooh. get everything. That's not bad. But like one of the DLCs is thirty dollars, so. <laughs> I thought I thought about getting Fire Pro for Steam just because of all the mods in the mod community. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. I mean, oh god, it, there's so much. It is eight dollars on Steam right now if you just want the base game. I think I, I think I might do that just just so just to have it on Steam as well. And I guess the first two DLCs are also really cheap, so you can probably get those three for like twenty bucks. Mm. Yeah. I might I might have to hop on this. Um so yeah, definitely check out Fire Pro Wrestling World uh, for wrestling fans. And with that, we're going to get into our topic. So here we go. Alrighty. So the, we're talking the AKI engine, the Aki engine, uh, for some wrestling games. Now, before the podcast, have you guys heard of this engine? Nope. No. Not even you, Kevin? Did he just disappear? You disappeared. No, I've heard of it. Okay, you have heard of it. All right. Yes. This mute button is like finicky. <laughs> Uh, so the history of the engine, uh, started in a game, uh, I had as a kid called WCW versus the world, a game I notoriously hated, uh, for the funky controls, uh, the use of the spirit meter instead of say a usual health bar. Uh, the game has a very non-intuitive, uh, system 
just in general, uh, how the game works, wacky modes that don't make sense to casual or young fans. It, it's very complicated for someone to get into. However, it did set the baseline for what was to come for the AKI Corporation uh, in making their future games. So that's why this is this is brought up. Because uh, I remember playing as a kid and I could only do like three moves over and over again, not knowing that the timing system was very un- underdeveloped uh, for a lot of it and how much the spirit meter uh, plays into how the game works out. Uh, so then they went on to the Nintendo 64, Kevin's favorite console of all time. Eat me. <laughs> <laughs> and WCW NWO Revenge came out after uh, World Tour. World Tour proceeded with this with the with this engine, both having significant improvements expansions of each game uh, that preceded it. I.e., most notably uh, the grappling system, higher presentation value, creating uh, a true wrestling show feel. Uh, Ric Flair, notably, is the wrestler missing from the roster uh, in NWO Revenge, uh, but that was due to him being in a real life lawsuit with WCW at the time, which I had. Uh, gone through that whole uh, period in my Nitro rewatch for the wrestling podcast. So, <laughs> uh, that's a real thing. Uh, uh, Joey, did you, I know you, you and your brothers had an N64. Did you have uh, any WCW games? No, I never really liked WCW. Yeah, I realize you were the ECW <laughs> neck of the woods. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, WWF No Mercy came out after WrestleMania 2000, kind of put put you in the uh, time frame. I think so, I played that one, and I don't think I liked it. Which one, No Mercy or two th- WrestleMania 2000? I think I played both of them, and I don't think I like either. Okay. But guys, No Mercy is the greatest wrestling game of all time. I know this because I grew up with it, and I have just the biggest rose-tinted glasses. And nothing ever has advanced beyond No Mercy in terms of video games ever. I'm just previewing the comments. Don't mind me. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, well, so my m- misunderstanding was I just thought uh, the AKI Corporation uh just struck deals with whomever, and then they made a wrestling game for him. What actually ended up happening, uh, as I learned, was uh, with the fall of WCW, they, uh, when when uh, their contract ended, uh, they, them and WCW did not come to terms. So then the AKI Corporation went on to make the WWF games, WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy. So. They left just like the fans did in the late 90s for WCW. <laughs> and here again, everything was further expanded upon, uh, including now full entrances with their themes. Uh, so there's a, a huge progression of how the grappling system works, how accurate it is, uh, the pacing of a match, and in, in how these moves are utilized. And so I played Revenge... I have uh, Revenge and No Mercy, personally. So I did the direct comparison, kind of, okay, I'll play Revenge first, uh, kill everyone with Scott Norton and power bombs and the whatnot. Uh, it's... The the gameplay itself is very, uh, very easy and user-friendly. Okay? 
So unlike mm-hmm. Fire Pro, where there's a steep learning curve, I can easily see why people really love this and why they're they're so uh, they they want this to come back because it's just everything is right there, everything makes sense. You don't question anything. Uh, the problem with Revenge is it's not deep yet, right? It's still a very shallow uh, system in how deep the moves go. No Mercy expands that, and that's why it's kind of regarded as the best. Plus the full entrances and whatnot musics. Um, sure they sound lovely on the N64. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, they the are sound the chips. pinnacle of wrestling games. Okay. That was, that was uh, Stone Cold. Could you tell? Oh, was that what you were trying to do? That was a direct clip. I don't know if you heard it. (laughs) (laughs) So the biggest difference in what No Mercy brought to the table was a branching story mode option. So instead of a road to WrestleMania with randomized matchups, which we will find out uh, many of the games we're going to cover on this uh, when we get to our theme, have, it was our first real taste of a real storyline in wrestling uh, in the video game without making it up ourselves. Kind of like what you got to do in Fire Pro before the GM mode and the Road 2 stories uh, came out in DLC packs. There was all- Now, this was cool. I didn't remember this at all from No Mercy. There's the SmackDown Mall in which you gain, you gain in-game currency to spend in the mall to get a bunch of unlockables. What a novel the, concept. The Mortal Kombat <laughs> crypt, yes. Well, you just play the game normally, and you do different moves when, win different matchups, how, uh, play through the story mode. Um, I never felt once I was grinding, because the way, the, the, the frequency and how much of the currency you get over time was very, very uh, nice to the player. If only it's, they knew what was coming in the future. Right? It was, it, was the, it was the beginning of microtransactions and grinding, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, So then during this time, uh, there was also Virtual Pro Wrestling, and specifically 2, the second one, uh, was a Japanese game with... uh, And they went a a kind of different route in this game, where instead of focusing on the crazy uh, road to WrestleMania, or not, um, the branching story mode, or the SmackDown Mall... What they did was use all that space in the N64 cart to create a massive, massive, massive roster with a plethora of the top stars in Japan across all promotions. Uh, and this was this game was built off the same WrestleMania 2000 co- code. And uh, due to its roster alone, it stands uh, as a high bar on what a wrestling game should represent. And there's uh, famous wrestlers themselves that think that pro virtual pro wrestling 2 is the best retro wrestling game out there uh kevin aj styles you can find a funny video of him like in his apartment or something saying boom virtual pro wrestling 2 the best in his southern georgia accent (laughs) boom the best (laughs) this is the best wrestling game out there (laughs) wrestling game yeah wrestling uh now Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 has what's called a burning finisher. Whoa. So this is where... Yes. Uh, let, me, let me expand upon this. So this is where you taunt up your meter uh, in the game and then you hit your burning finisher. 
Uh, but it, the the unfortunate part is it's only for certain All Japan wrestlers, and you can only hit it once per match. So ah. the idea behind it is only the best of the best have the best finisher, right? Imagine and being the, the guy in the roster who gets dicked and doesn't get one. Right? <laughs> it's like, like I'm sorry, you, you're you not up the card high enough to get this in the video game. <laughs> we just don't see you that way. Like, I'm sorry. Uh. I do I do like the concept behind this a lot when I was playing this because I'm like, man, okay, if I can only hit this once, uh, then you really want to hit it at the climax of the match, right? You want to end the match with this sucker. Uh, and then I really like the fact that certain wrestlers can can only have these types of moves, so you can assign uh, assign this accordingly. So... Imagine if this concept was actually continued and perfected for later games. I think th- I think they could have done a lot more with that. Mm-hmm. So the point with all of these games is you can see a progression uh, and kind of a split in between what Jap- Japanese wrestling fans were looking for in a game and American ones, Western. Western fans wanted the wanted the showmanship, the presentation, right? The Nitro, the the WWF Raw. While Japanese fans wanted that sports feel, they wanted the bigger roster, the the uh, the the specialty moves, right? Right. So, eventually, we came to kind of a crossing where both of those came together, and uh, that's where kind of the SmackDown series comes into play. The uh, where Yukes took it uh, to another level. And speaking of that, now the question is, what happened to the AKI engine? If it's so well regarded, what happened to it? Right? Def Jam. Where did the games move on to? What happened to the company? Well, what what happened was WWE struck a deal with Ukes, and they went on to the to make the SmackDown series exclusive. So, uh, so AKI wouldn't say be able to strike a deal with WCW or a or a company. Uh, a different company of the time. They wanted to only they wanted basically WWE wanted this company to only make their games and no one else. Okay. So, uh, of course, now this was a deal with Ukes they had up until 2K20 disaster that just happened. Yes. Meanwhile, EA were the ones that bought the rights to AKI and planned to make an entirely new WCW game. But we know how WCW turned out, what their fate was, so the game never came. Later, however, Def Jam Vendetta came out, the rapper wrestling game. Mm-hmm. Joe, are you familiar with Def Jam? Yeah. Yeah. This was actually a game based on the AKI engine, and got critically uh, acclaimed reviews, the gameplay. This was that everything we listed of how everything was progressing, it's all in Def Jam. The showmanship, the the large roster, uh, a story mode, the burning finishers, everything's in Def, Def Jam Vendetta. So imagine that as once the Ukes engine released a couple of games, it's been behind ever since. And constantly compared to AKI, even to this day. Hmm. So, uh, there's your history over the the engine and the games, um, and it was very fascinating to 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 
see the progression of the graphics, uh, the gameplay itself, and how it just kept innovating upon it upon itself. Uh, that's something that wrestling, I think, the at least with Ukes wrestling games have been missing ever since. You don't you don't feel like there's a, an improvement, if anything. Um, at least I don't know how you feel about this, Kevin. Or uh, and then Joey, I'll ask you a question in a second here. Jeez. Uh, it 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 just what Ukes does. It's it seems like it's a regression on what a game, uh, what the game should be. It's it delved into more about quick time events or these bars you got to fill out. It it well, didn't. Yes. It's the uh, it, well. I mean, your your points made, but I think the problem is when you had like the earlier in sixty four games. And I know I shit on the system a lot, but they at, at a level they felt arcadey. Even if, like, the, the deepest point you got was, like, how you're saying you do these three moves over and over and over. But when I played Revenge, I would do those three moves. And then it'd be like, oh, what if I run at him? Oh, now I have a turnbuckle. But then you'd, like, play more and you develop more moves. Like, you'd figure out what button combinations do this. And as we've gotten into the newer 2K games, like, I played 18, which everyone shit on. I thought it was fine. And then 19... I felt like it was worse somehow. Like I could only do these moves because we got so simulationy that yes, oversimulized. Right. Absolutely. So, and that the, I mean, I'll tie it into something recent that's happened soon. But then I I felt like we lost like because pro wrestling compared to actual grappling is a over the top spectacle. It's weird to see a simulation game because this is the farthest thing. I guess in a way, it's the the most simulation of grappling, <laughs> but like you're like, I want these over the top moves. And I, I, I kind of guess that's why I fell out of love with like, I, like I played a lot of SmackDown versus raw when that was the thing. Sure. But when all stars came out, what the fuck is that? Uh, when all stars came out, the cap on my water bottle, it sounded like <laughs> a cat in a rocking chair. Um, <laughs> but like when all stars came out, like, when you do a stunner and, like, people do, like, 30 backflips, like, you know, that was, like, the most video gamey ass video game. Uh, so, like, I, I kind of don't want to see simulation stuff, you know? Um, it's just, I don't know, it's very different now. So, uh, to, to ask you, Joey, uh, we played the wrestling games a lot when we were kids. A yeah. lot. It was. It was. It was a huge thing. It was. It was a big deal. <laughs> uh, the the SmackDown series. Yeah. Uh, know your role. Here comes the pain. Yeah. Uh, Which is why I think I didn't like No Mercy because the first two PS2 SmackDown games I thought had a lot more than just wrestling in it, so it was more to bring you in. So then going to right. like an N64 game, it just felt lacking to me. Well, the N64 also had it had its own limitations yeah. uh, where the SmackDown series uh, got aggravating because I really liked Know Your Role and Here Comes the Pain in those games. Yeah, then it went uh, downhill fast. I don't think I played too many after that. No, uh, and I we, you could definitely feel when the game went downhill, and that's because they started becoming counter-fests, reversal-fests. Yes. Where it was yeah. simply... It was simply, you didn't feel like you were in a wrestling match anymore. It was just, oh, I did this faster than you, and that's it. Yeah. Or I timed it better. That was it. Well, the one thing I liked about, like, the newer 2K games is that you could put a, re- like, you had a reversal meter, 
So, like, you had to pick and choose when you would want to take a hit and when you want to reverse. So that part I liked, because then it wasn't like, okay, now you can't just counter, 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 counter. Because when I really got good at, like, SmackDown vs. Raw 2006-7, I knew the animations. I knew what point I had to hit reverse, you know? Yeah. I, I was nailing it. One of them that you can actually counter like their finishers, too. Yeah. Yeah. It took, like, two reversal things or something. Yeah, they, they, they tried to expand on that, um, but it wasn't really fixing the issue, so to say. And that, that's, that's a, that was always a problem. Uh, and then later, as you said, Kevin, it's just it's too overly simulated. Right. And uh, a lot of recent examples are uh, just you ending a match where now it's a quick time event, where if you're in a submission, it's just whoever hits the button the fastest kind of the situation which isn't it's not the best idea for a controller uh, no, but it's the thing i don't think anyone has really nailed a perfect submission system and even like again going to like the ea ufc games like they don't even have a good system and that's supposed to be like real grappling um, right but i i i don't know nobody nobody really has nailed a good submission what the shit Anyway, He's picking up uh, every noise yeah. I make. Oh, every I was I'm I didn't even know what it was. I was scared. Anyway, there is no I don't think there's been a good submission system in a wrestling game slash I guess grappling game yet. That that you could definitely argue that. Um, yeah, they've tried to incorporate you know limb work, body parts, but. It never seems to, at least in the in the the Western releases, not in Fire. I think Fire Pro does it pretty well. Uh, probably could still expand upon the limb work and bodies going down and all that. Uh, but again, it's I, I I would agree, Kevin, that the uh, submission games are it, it's so I time this button now, and if you miss it, you give up immediately. That's stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. Or push this button faster than your than your friend, for example. Uh, how you pu- push a button faster than a computer, uh, you could get to some Mario Party type bullshit there with the computer on hard. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I, d- I definitely feel... Because I don't have too much nostalgia for the Aki engine at all, but with, with it staying more arcadey and uh, seeing the development... And then seeing the uh, product of Def, Def Jam Vendetta and how that came out, definitely the the wrong company <laughs> uh, went went down, so to say. Because um, Ukes, ever since they got to a point, went down downhill very fast. It was, and we know where that went. So, I know how that right. turned out. It's. Uh, uh, I feel like we need more. I think we need to really just take pro wrestling games at they are or in pro wrestling in general. It's stupid. It's over the top. And like the more they try to make it like a real sport, the more I personally cringe. I'm like, come on, stop it. Overly handcuffing the player to forcing you to play this way is not, is not a good idea. No. Yeah. But they love doing that. Now, Colin, have did you have any wrestling games growing up? Which anything like this? You have any memories? Yeah. I know you're not a wrestling fan. 
I sure. remember the only wrestling games I really remember playing are uh, WWF Superstars on Game Boy, and my <laughs> I remember what? playing WWF Warzone at my one friend's house who had the had an N sixty four, and he uh, would Warzone yes, and he would always always choose Stone Cold Steve Austin, much like That's how smart he, man. Much. He was on the cover. He was. He was. He was. Uh, some would say he was pretty popular at that time. <laughs> yeah. Much like how he would always, always choose Odd Job in GoldenEye multiplayer. <laughs> bold comparison. Well, they they are both bald. It's like say. I feel like if he said Hornswoggle, that would have been funnier. <laughs> if only he was around then. Can't be Hornswoggle. He's short. I remember one real dick move he pulled. At one point, I was we were playing a cage match, and I was playing as Undertaker. And for once, I was actually winning because I successfully landed a punch, and then successfully <laughs> whoa, and successfully climbed the side of the cage and landed a falling tackle. My friend didn't like that, so he reset the N sixty four right then and there without finishing the match. Ah, oh, what a sore loser! Yeah, I was pretty annoyed, but too spineless back then to really call him on it. <laughs> oh man, what a power surge we just had! Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if only the controllers were like the 3DO, where you're dangled into your nope, friend. <laughs> nope, nobody wishes that. Actually. <laughs> oh look, your controller's unplugged. Oh no, what a bummer. <laughs> yeah. So I should let the audience know right now. In the same vein as Kevin's opinions on Resident Evil, wrestling games are by default not calling games. <laughs> So don't be surprised. Yeah, don't be surprised if I fail most of our picks. Pro wrestling <laughs> in general is not a call-in thing. So, I mean, uh, that's fair. I can I can see why that's people fair. like it. It's it, I just can't get into it for me personally. I don't see why you don't get the appeal of men running around in tights, yelling at each other, and then doing over-the-top moves that would kill them. Doesn't appeal to you. I think that's yeah, weird. I think that's a lot of what turned me off of it when, even when I was a kid, because they spent way more time yelling at each other than actually fighting. Uh, it's called anime, and it's art. Thank you. Well, back then I was more into Jackie oh, Chan wrestling. type stuff, where they actually cut the bullshit and actually got straight to the fighting. So you like movies, but you don't like pro wrestling, huh? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> No, I used, right. I used to be that way, so I get it. Mm. <laughs> All right, next next theme. Here we go. It's the All righty. So, uh, yes, uh, short magazine game review uh, from a game we played on a past episode. Uh, I'll just say this again, since it's only the second episode. Uh, this was inspired from Castle Zots on Twitter for posting an old GamePro review of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, where they torched the game and gave it like a 4 out of 10. Accurate. Uh, Got it. Yeah. Yeah, of course, right? Uh, not a General consensus. Everyone hates that yeah. game. <laughs> uh, so you can go to retromags.com uh, to find many of these archived old gaming magazines. That's a preservation site. Really nice. So uh, from episode two, uh, the couch co-op episode, uh, be doing Gunstar Heroes. 
Uh, I took this from GamePro issue 55 uh, from February 1994. Funny enough, that's five months after the game's release. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Gotta have that timely review. Timely review, and yeah. Gotta get the clicks, you know? So this review was by Bro Buzz, very 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this review was all about how radical the game was and using metaphors for comical values, it seemed. And I'm noticing that a lot of these GamePro magazines uh, wanted to bring in more comedy to their reviews. Phrases like, it's an assault on your senses, as well as your trigger finger. <laughs> you get it, Kevin? You get it? Yeah, uh, just a real quick question. Uh, the 90, Were the 90s a mistake? No, they were good times. Nah, I, they I were feel my like childhood. they were a mistake. <laughs> okay, so yes, they were a mistake. Got them. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Uh, some other quotes I took was, Chaos in a cart. The real stars of this thumb buster are, contro- are the controls and character moves. <laughs> Is this guy uh, still right? I don't know. I, want, I, I should look that up, yeah. The cart's graphics wage their own battle against good and evil. <laughs> there's so many in these yeah do they say tubular once no there was never tubular there was a radical though Kevin there was a radical come on it's not tubular though yeah there were some cool uh, pro tips in the captions over stage selection combining the weapons hinting at uh, actually what we recommended uh, by trying out the harder stage first and get them out of the way but that's only if you can beat that level in the first place. Whoa. Yeah. So I ended up listen, listening back to our little review we made over Gunstar Heroes. So uh, some similar things we said back then. Mm. Uh, the game got the game got a uh, graphic score of 4 out of 5, sound 4 out of 5, control 5 out of 5, fun factor 5 out of 5. The, giving the it a modern important. score of 90 out of 100, boys. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. Not that perfect score Earthworm Jim got. <laughs> yeah, a fun review. I uh, I enjoyed reading. It was it was it was very entertaining. And then um, I went to I found Sega Visions magazine. Not a lot of Sega magazines. Not nothing like Nintendo Power for Sega, but there I did did find Sega Visions issue sixteen. This was the dual December January issue. Again, four months after the game's release. Uh, so you can def- what's funny is you can definitely tell when a title's not made by, you know, a major studio because the review in the magazines come out one, two, four months after the game's initial release. Yeah, who would be out there reviewing really old games after they came out? Like, yeah, like half a year after it came out. Like, go get it. It's like, well, you say in the magazine the game's $50, $60, and then I just went to Funko Land and it's half. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know, 15 plus years just later. Like, who's out there reviewing them? Am I right, guys? Crazy. (laughs) That'd be weird, right? So this was my first time reading this magazine, and I uh, gotta be honest, now that I think about it, really wasn't aware of any popular Sega magazines growing up. You guys remember Sega, uh, any Sega magazine at all? Uh, honestly, no. 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 Yeah, exactly. So this wasn't much of a review, as it was more of an advertisement with hints and tricks. Uh, despite the tag caption at the top and in the table of contents saying, just review it. Uh, so it's a normal review that you would see nowadays. Just yeah, an advertisement. It, it was definitely not a review, despite saying review it. 
Sounds like um, it, nothing's changed. Yeah, I did re- well. Uh, that was a satirical. At least in take. my at least in my Game Informer uh, magazine, they don't do the the tips and tricks and hints no. and all that stuff anymore. Yeah, Game Informer is definitely unbiased and not owned by a giant like game chain or anything. Yeah, that's why a lot of the reviews are seven and eights out of ten. Yes. <laughs> and then the AAA titles always seem to get eight and a half to nine and ten. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. Take just take the score out of it and just read it. <laughs> uh, that's what I do. This game so did, sucks. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I did really like the hints and tips for the boss battles, as well as uh, it addresses the solutions to make the game more manageable for struggling players, like uh, weapon uses, control help during stages. That was pretty cool. Uh, this does, however, recommend players to take the stages in order as opposed to the Game Pro review, which gave you a couple more options. So I thought that was interesting. Don't believe the fake media. Yeah. <laughs> so Gunstar Gunstar Heroes got kind of the the universal love, but again, Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim got that perfect score. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No no review score for the Sega magazines. Uh, you don't want to be swayed. They, you would have skipped the whole article and just read the number, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what yeah. matters. Crazy. Have you guys gone back and played Gunstar Heroes lately at all? Not lately, but I pop it on every once in a while when I want to show one of my friends what a good old game is before they just go, old games. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Gunstar Heroes. One of my favorite Sega games. Uh, I remember. Should yeah. I remember when Gone Colin came to Rhode Island to visit in January? We tried playing at co-op, but. <laughs> One of the buttons on my controller wasn't working. And ah, classic JD giving the bad controller to the friend. No, it needs it needs the uh, it basically needs the six button controller, and I oh. just could not find my second six button Genesis controller. I just did not know where it was. Then of course, like I think it was like a month later, I just found it out of nowhere. <laughs> I was yeah. just like Colin, I found it. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> sure, JD. Sure. Yeah, you lost it, move. and then you found it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Colin saw me just scrummaging through everything to try to find this thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, I can, I I can to, fake I doing that, too. Cats one. Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> I was so determined. It's too bad. I really yeah. really wanted to play co-op. Because I well, played a bit of Well, luckily, it's on PS3. Well, I have it on my PS3, but I got nobody to play it with. My brother's too busy raising oh, his kids. Yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> what trying to raise a family. Oh boy. Alright. Uh time for our theme pick finally. Here we go. Kevin, I will uh, happily let you know that was Chris Jericho's AEW entrance. God there. damn it! I just ruined it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you, you sang over it. <laughs> uh, to be fair, Jericho should hire me to do his entrance. Oh so. right, yeah. What are we he gonna do when Jericho it. retires, man? His life's not gonna be the same. Root for someone else? No, there's nobody that can replace him. Well, no, he's there's only one Chris Jericho out there. What a stupid idiot wears a scarf. 
It's all about the bubbly bunch. Anyways, fucking love him. Uh, this is uh, my theme pick, wrestling games. Uh, <laughs> very timely, considering that no wrestling is really going on, except AEW and WWE and a couple Japanese promotions doing um, doing uh, YouTube shows. Yes. Empty arena stuff. Uh, the criteria were, well, you guessed it, wrestling video games. Mm. I personally think uh, where the value in wrestling games lie are, uh, are two things. Customization and replayability. What do you guys think? Yes. Like most fighting games. Yeah. Joey? Colin? I would just say... And how pretty the guy's hair looks. Over the top stuff. Because <laughs> if... I remember... I just remembered another WWF game playing way back when. It was it was really, really over the top in that characters actually had like superpowers. I remember... Hunter Hearst Helmsley was in that one. He, All right, I'm in. He had the ability to like pull out a pipe and do like a magic golf swing to knock people into the air. What the fuck? And there's playing. It's like every single character had special moves like that. So I I remember that game being really fun. It sounds like uh, WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Oh yeah, would they look like Mortal Kombat graphics, Colin? Uh, kinda. I remember it was like a, a yes. DOS game. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was like oh. something in the house. WWF. Oh, it was a sequel. In your house. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the sequel to it. Ironically, yeah, Undertaker that pulls one... out a gravestone and smashes guys with it. That kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people say that <laughs> one's not that as good. Really yeah. You know what? I, we should have picked arcade game. Fuck, man. What a bad choice. What did I do? What did I, I've made mistakes here. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, well, this is why I, I there's so much replayability value uh, in Fire Pro is the uh, the the deep roster and the just the excessive amount of customization options. Uh, so with that being said, let's get into my first pick. And um, because we had the whole topic over the Aki engine and, and talking up um, the progression of going from Revenge to No Mercy to Def Jam. I wanted to pick uh, a couple games that have a purpose, uh, different of the era, and we definitely have never played before. <laughs> so I picked um, a promotion that was really, really popular in the 90s, and that's All Japan Pro Wrestling. So I picked All Japan Pro Wrestling 2, 3 to 4 Budokan. What an I don't know. A very strange title. It came out on the Super Nintendo. You can get this sucker for five bucks plus shipping, uh, assuming that you've either modded your Super Nintendo or you have yourself a, a Super Famicom. You can't mod games; it's illegal. Uh, <laughs> no, you mod your system, so oh, you it can't plays do that. The, anyways. It's illegal. Developed by Natsumi, published by NCS uh, Turbo Graphics. Much guys. Mm, I've heard of that. Mm, came out in Japan, nineteen ninety five. Uh, so, uh, it's your 1995 All Japan Pro Wrestling roster. Guys like Baba, uh, well, he wasn't around. He wasn't wrestling yet. I don't think he, I think he was retired. Uh, Jumbo Saruta, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, Stan Hansen, those guys. Uh, okay. So, full disclosure, definitely had to emulate this one. (laughs) You can't do that! I definitely did. I do not have a Super Famicom, so, but I have thought about getting one. (laughs) Illegal. Illegal. You're illegal. 
Whoa, shut up. Don't tell anybody. Well, no, uh, don't you have, like, a Retron, Kevin, that can play Famicom games? I have a modded Wii. Oh. A modded Wii to play Famicom games? Wii, modded Wii U, sorry. It's all emulated. I'm, I'm fucking with you. Jeez. It's no, like half you... of my thing. Oh, the Retron. No, I have a Super Retro Trio, um, which I love, because the Retron broke twice. Ah, Super so, Retro Trio, and that's that's what you play your Famicom games on, right? Yeah, uh, now I mostly use the modded Wii U because I'm lazy and I don't want to go grab things off a shelf. Ah, mostly. Okay. It's that. <laughs> so before I go on my tangent with all of my notes, I have to know what uh, what you guys thought of uh, AJPW two three dash four Budokan. <laughs> I played all four minutes because I couldn't tell what the hell was going on. <laughs> I thought it was boring. The sounds are very repetitive. And honestly, every time I would get a move that I could pen- potentially pin them, they were next to the ropes. So break. So <laughs> I thought it was really annoying. And the times that I had them in the middle of the ring, they would always kick out a two and a half. So I played it 20 minutes, one match, and couldn't win. And he couldn't beat me either, <laughs> so I just gave up. <laughs> uh... I just love watched, it. Love it. Good experience. <laughs> I just watched YouTube videos of it. I nice. don't have much to say about it other than that the music is cool. And hey, it kind of reminds me of WWF Superstars on the Game Boy cuz just the ability to grab and throw opponents, but that's really all I can say. Okay. So I was not able to find a uh review on this game uh, for the retro mags uh, part that I've been adding unfortunately uh, I <laughs> I would have to translate old Japanese <laughs> reviews and I was like ah, I don't feel like doing that anyways um, it's best feature mode I found out is probably the Budokan mode and that's where you create your own wrestling card and can pick which wrestlers you want to play with really reminded me of the uh, a chunk of the GM mode that's in Fire Pro Wrestling World um, also adds the multi-tap player option, which the past games did not feature, supposedly, uh, mm-hmm. in this series. Uh, the regular modes are singles, tags, fatal four-ways, along with a champion's mode, so you can battle for the title. And that's very common in many of these uh, wrestling games from the past. What's your, is was, someone your, has, was your game translated? Because all I saw was just Japanese everywhere, and I couldn't figure out what the hell's going on. Oh, I translated them. Yeah, you can, uh, you can so I can know what I'm picking and that kind of stuff. You can simply just like take. You can get an app on your phone where you take a picture, and then it you yeah. throw it in the app and it translates it. That's too that much. That sounds work. like a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> it took like one second. <laughs> I don't. Maybe if I it was a good game. Yeah, maybe if uh, I actually wanted to play the game longer. Yeah. Well, okay, that's fair. Uh, the main issues. Uh, well, it plays like a very primitive Fire Pro Wrestling where all the moves are based on timing, so that's why you're having a lot of trouble, Joey. Uh, A.K.A. grapple, whip, corner, lunge, those stuff. And this is actually where Fire Pro got its start with the series. So you know how we we, uh, we talked about the, the progression of the Aki system? Wait this was the start of the progression of the Fire Wait Pro system. Wait a minute, I'm going to stop you right there. This is not the start of the Fire Pro series. Everyone knows it's I didn't say Fire Pro series, I said God system. Damn. Never mind. You got me. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go in my corner now. Yeah. 
the main issues that pop up is indeed the primitive timing system of, of the grapples. Uh, it still wasn't fully developed yet, and this does lead, lead to some input issues. Uh, the camera is a huge pain in the ass, uh, so whenever wrestlers go outside the ring, the camera will not follow the wrestlers, even the legal guy in the ring. So there were there were times where the camera just wouldn't pan nor keep up with the wrestlers easy, so I found myself in the computer going at it all off screen, just praying that the computer would just leave me alone so I could get back in the ring. <laughs> so not that was that was a no bueno there. And uh, one last comment is the overall screen presentation. This is also very primitive. There's no health indicator, no timing indicators. Uh, the only thing you know are the matches have a 30-minute time limit, but there's no clock. So, you almost completed a... You almost got a draw, Joey. <laughs> Yay. Uh, yeah. Your only indication is the wrestler's posture slumping more and moving slightly slower from damage taken. That's it. Uh, there is some real good music, albeit it's very short and repetitive, uh, it's actually by the same composure of the Mega Man X games in Castlevania, so I thought that was funny. Hmm. Yeah. So there's some fun fact there. So yes, very primitive. Uh, not all of it works. The camera's bad. It gets an easy fail, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, but it does have its place in history, so it, I am glad I played it and saw the beginnings of how kind of like Fire Pro turned out. Hmm. Yes, it's fucking I imagine boring. all you guys no. are in agreement that it fails. Uh, the only thing I will say that's impressive, and this happens in a lot of Japanese games, is like the overly creepy photorealistic thumbnails of people's faces. They, oh. do, that. <laughs> they do that a lot in Japanese games, and I don't understand why, because they always kind of look like murder files, and I don't like it. It's like a digitized graphic for the sprite. Yeah, it always yeah. looks so unsettling. Like... <laughs> I never like that. Uh, my second game was New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yep, a New Japan game from the past. What? Uh, token... JD covered in Japanese wrestling? What? Hey, yeah. I did. I, hey, New Japan was also popular in the 90s. Sure. Uh, so much so they had a deal with WCW back in the day. Oh. New Japan Pro Wrestling Token Road 2 The Next Generation. So another sequel. This came out on the N64. Not fail. Goes for about $35 plus shipping and all that. Developer was Ukes. So yes, the same SmackDown people and the ones that just uh, burned their bridge with WWE. Published by Hudson uh, and released in Japan 1998. Guys, this game has a kick-ass rocking intro. I love the intro sequence to this game. Yeah, I'm, uh, I actually have it up now, and I'm watching the... Uh, it's very cinematic. Uh, yes, that is something you'll notice immediately with this game. Yeah, yeah before the you match, there was a lot, of, a lot of cutscenes. Oh my god, I just saw something horrible. The why faces? Is everyone's face, the yeah, faces? Why is everyone's... What the hell is wrong with the faces? Like, Why are they all just flat pictures? <laughs> it looked oh. like there's like a, a black hole in the middle of some of their faces and everything just sucked in and it just I couldn't oh, get over it the faces are just like nightmares awful <laughs> ew uh, good thing Jushin Thunder Liger is wearing a mask 
<laughs> yeah, you can you can definitely uh, <laughs> be proud of that one. Oh no! Yeah, and speaking of music, this this awesome rockin' music plays throughout the, all the matches too. Oh, the music! I love it. This is this is one of its best things. Yeah, game features a full roster, wrestler entrances, full presentation. So this took that uh, system that No Mercy tried to. Uh, expand upon with the with the showmanship the presentation this took it up to 11 this was just great i think it went too far i picked one of the wrestlers and there was like an intro to his intro for some reason the music played it had lights then nothing happened for a good 30 seconds and then different music played and i walked out because so it was confusing because it's a wrestler's entrance man gotta wait for your cue Yeah, but I don't want to sit there in a video game to wait for that cue. They could have cut it down ah, a little you bit. you skip it. Yeah, I know, but come on. I was expecting to walk out, but it took a forever. <laughs> yeah, Japanese wrestling is a lot of uh, lot of showmanship from what I've seen. The little I've seen. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, okay. the crowds are flat 2D sprites. Very good. Classic. <laughs> yeah, it has... Uh... It has both a full model ring announcer and in-ring referee, which hilariously moves around like a character on a hockey foosball table. As he, as he should. Oh my god, it is great. He like it. It's like someone took the stick and moved it across the screen. I I'm not try to imagine the referee doesn't walk around the ring. He slides. <laughs> it's. Kevin, you got. I, I need your. I need your reaction here. You uh, got um, to. Let me get see to the, the um, moment. I'm getting there because I. I guess you should know. I did not emulate an N64 game uh, because it's hard. And uh, let me it's get not to hard. Mad. It's hard to make it work well. No, it's not. Okay. Well, whatever. I guess you. Oh my God! It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 I, the one thing I do like better, I will say, the camera work is better than, like, Revenge or any of the AKI Yes, yes, stuff. because like, this game was out. all about the showmanship and presentation. Yeah. So I, li- I like that. Um, I just, I don't know. I mean, this whole, this whole engine is better, I think. I think so as well. Faces, I can't get over the faces. I'm sorry. The the face, the the faces could be improved. Yes, I I couldn't get over that either. (laughs) Oh my god, the referee is zooming. I yeah, I did. That's what he does. (laughs) Did not like this game. I think I I made the guy tap out in the match I played, but it's just, it was just not fun. It's it's like I can see the potential in this. It's just like, am I going to go through the effort of either? Getting a Japanese cart, ripping the tabs out of my... Insta- oh, no, that's not the tabs, Super Nintendo. Whatever, doing all the steps I have to play or, like, emulate it, I'm like, nah, I'm pretty good. And, like, it was interesting to look at, I guess. But, like, I'm good. What'd you think, Colin? Again, I just watched YouTube videos, and I was bored shitless. Uh, well, oh, bummer. Well, you, you're gonna say he hates wrestling, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... There are four game modes in this one. Exhibition, you got your singles tag, uh, four-man elimination, and an eight-man tournament, which was cool. Uh, there's the IWGP title run, tag title run, and finally, there's an MVP mode, which is oh, a block-style G1 tournament story mode. Yes. And uh, this was great. Like, after you win, like, every match, uh, different members of the NWO will try to recruit you <laughs> to their side. Yeah, until you finally get to like Chono and 
Tenzon that uh that want to recruit they're the they were the top guys of the NWO. Uh, so that was funny. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to join your, your I don't want to join your party. You don't <laughs> I'm trying to win the title the over pack, here, bro. Like what? <laughs> no, not the Wolfpack. No, I want to be part of the Wolfpack though. <laughs> Wolfpack Which one had Nash in it? Which one had Nash in it? Look, Wolfpack, I'm rewatching the Red and I'm Black. I'm rewatching all that on uh, from Nitro, and they've done they've done nothing with the Wolfpack. It's quite bad. That's the red and white one, right? Or red and the red, red and black. black and red. Yeah, black and red yeah, was both packed. I like the Kevin Nash one because Kevin Nash is cool. Yeah, I like Kevin, well, Kevin Nash, Nash too. Started both, but anyways, whatever. Hogan um, sucks. Yeah, well, that I, I, agree. I second that. Yeah, yeah. I was sad uh, when Kevin Nash left WWF for WCW. Eh, money, you know, talks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't want to pay him. Well, uh, that makes sense. So the gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay of Token Road Two is strange, uh, especially when comparing it to other wrestling games. The moves are based on a progression system rather than the usual, let's say, a button sequence or a timing system in Fire Pro. Uh, I had to look this up because it was not intuitive. You hold Z, uh, D- and then, and then you press A or B. Or double tap, and the moves get stronger as the opponent gets damaged more in a match. Uh, so eventually, you will tap them out, hit a bigger move. It's simple now that you looked it up. Now that I looked it up, right? But it's not obvious at first one bit, and that's the problem. But you had to look uh, it up. But I had to look it up, and that itself is mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah, because you would think, oh, you just use the C buttons or. Uh, Press A or B, and then a direction, you know, something like that. No, you gotta hold, you gotta hold the Z button, and I can hear you, you have wanting your... to say Z. Just say Z. <laughs> no, I don't wanna. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the game the gameplay is really strange, but the showmanship and how it presents and its little modes that was super impressive to me uh, for '98. It was trying to do something different. Uh, I could see in like sequels or progression in the series in this in this uh, in this way that they could improve upon the gameplay. Um, very simple. This gets a pass from me, uh, but it's certainly not the best wrestling game I've ever played. Mm. The no faces are too wrestling. big of a nightmare. It's a fail. Ah, oh. I will. I, can I pass it solely on comedy? Sure. All right, I'm in. Absolutely, you can do that. I fail it. And Colin hates it, so he fails. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right, Joey, your pick. My game, uh, Legends of Wrestling for the PlayStation 2. It uh, also came out on the GameCube and Xbox. Uh, PlayStation 2 in 2001, Xbox and GameCube 2002. Um, actually quite like this game, and I want to say it's a little ahead of its time because when you can create a wrestler, you could go male, female, or legend. Just like we knew they were wait, not binary wait. in their sexes, because we know legends <laughs> are not male or female. They're, they yeah, are <laughs> legends. Well, I play Pokemon, and I will notice none of those Pokemon have gender. I'm just saying, hey. you know, all the legendaries. Legends don't have gender, so it's true. Um, I I don't know. I liked this game. I thought this is the only one I actually enjoyed on the podcast. So what's funny that you say that is every time I've ever heard someone talk about Legends of Wrestling, it's always been like, "Man, this is terrible." Uh, so it's interesting to hear you say that, and I trust people well, I know more than like random reviews. 
but uh, it's well it's also compared to the other games on this podcast like i don't think i'd play this game on its own if it wasn't on the podcast i don't think i would touch it <laughs> but compared fair. to the two japanese wrestling games that jd made us play uh this was a little better although there are some really annoying things uh i was in one match and the guy kept calling his manager over to interrupt the match and i was like Okay, so oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I have to go on a little uh, thing here about pro wrestling. Why do they allow managers at ringside? Their only job is to distract matches, and it happens every match. And wh- at some point, what is the referee going to be like, no, just get out of here. I know what you're going to do. Stop it. They can't be here. They are. What are they managing? So they did their job, is what you're saying, Joe. Well, yeah. And okay, it, had, it had an interesting uh, counter mechanism where you just had to time the button right, which got kind of annoying. And yeah. I couldn't ever get the finisher to work. I don't know why. You but I, I played as a, leg. I played a RVD and he's uh, in this. Your ECW boy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did he not him? He was. He started off. He was all the way on the last page. He he oh, started out unlocked for me. Like I he had to move over. Uh, but he had one move where he just kicks you down to your knee and then kicks you again, and it's pretty powerful. So that's all you really had to do. RVD <laughs> is best character in all games. To be fair. So, oh, you know what? I didn't even realize there were more than one screen. Yeah, there's there's oh, a lot. Yeah, but that's a, this Oops. game has a lot of unlockable characters, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Plus, you can make I, your own character, so it, it had enough that it was slightly enjoyable compared to everything yeah. else. I, I do like the cartoony nature of this game, which is like again, pro wrestling's a cartoon. Let's let's accept it. You know, it's like I like the the nonsensical style of it. The stun. Yes. Yeah, but unlike cartoons, I can't buy into what's happening. Who's buying into what's happening in cartoons? <laughs> Me. I mean, I'm immersed in it. I know it's I know it's fake, but it's convincing enough that I can throw that part of my mind out while I'm watching. With wrestling, I can't I mean, do the that. Best, the it's, best way to look at wrestling is like watching the closest thing to real life superheroes, not to ricochet it up here. But like it's just like watching Superheroes do superhero stuff. It's like a male or, like, soap opera. Oh, it's, it's redneck anime. Is the again? <laughs> I get that. I mean, I try. Believe me, I fucking try. But I just can't I make myself you. buy into anything that's happening. And the games, I mean, I a lot of these games show. are the same way. I mean, it is impressive that these guys have the physical fortitude, balance, and flexibility to pull off the stunts that they do. Live, no less. But. Steroids will do that to you. Mm-hmm. But then again, I've, I've <laughs> steroids and payments. That's all you need. But I've never been to a live show, so I mean, I'm sure if I had, if I were at a live show, the the infectious cheer of the crowd would at least put me in a good mood. But that's yes, that's all that would do. But that's just me. I think I- no, I get that. So, yeah. So to answer your manager question, Kevin, uh, since uh, you don't, I, I, you just assume a manager is always a heel. No, I don't <laughs> assume they're guy. always a heel. I assume their whole job is to get in, just somehow. All right, just put it this way. Let's like say we're watching a UFC fight, and like they have their corner man. Could you just imagine if every five to ten minutes the corner man? pulled the ref over to stop what was going on in the, the the octagon and like people would lose their shit. And also there are cameras literally everywhere and not once does anyone go, 
Hey, we should rewatch the tape. I think that guy poked the other guy in the eye. I think we should go back to that, guys. There was a world title on the line, you know, right? Should we look at this? No, there's no instant replay. You can't yeah. do that. Crazy. <laughs> I like it better when the guy's like clearly knocked down. And there's a chair in the ring. They're like, oh, I don't know what happened here. Uh, hold on. I can. Well, because Eddie Guerrero had mastered that art of throwing a chair at a guy, then falling down, acting like he was just knocked out. And then the ref turning around going, well, what's going on here? What what I miss? You know? I love yeah, that. Yes, the, the only time they did it. Oh, and then there was that, what, it was recently, this is going off topic, but like, I think it was, it must have been, I think it was Braun Strowman match where the ref was like, I heard a steel chair go off, you're disqualified. I'm like, oh, now you can hear? Like, what? <laughs> what happened to all the other years? Did you just get your yeah. hearing aid in? What's going yes. on? Uh, Vince McMahon shouting in the ear the whole match, you know? It's rough. <laughs> well, you do get managers and coaches and whatnot and other sports where they're on the sidelines going nuts and yelling at the refs and all that. Yes, so, but, they, but they normally stop the sport while they're getting in arguments. Or there's multiple no. refs, so the other refs can continue watching. Well, the game yeah, that, go on, yes. so. yeah. And then selectively, sometimes they call a second ref down to be like, no, 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 his, his foot was on the rope. You didn't see that? <laughs> like, I, lo- I love all the plot. But half the fun of watching pro wrestling, Colin, is watching the stupid plot holes in pro wrestling. The absurdity yep. of it. Oh, all. it's all so dumb. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so uh, I, one other thing I like about this game is that you could be the ref. Oh yeah. So <laughs> okay, that was interesting that's to me. Funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I forgot to say it was published and developed by a, a claim. So yes, there's that. Thing is, this I game am... is very cheap to get. It's four bucks. <laughs> Ooh. Thing is, I only recognize like three of these guys. Hulk Hogan. Okay, who did you recognize, Colin? I recognized Hulk Hogan, Ted DiBiase, and Bret Hart. That's all I knew. Okay. Ted DiBiase? Good yeah. choice. I mean, he was he was in uh, the WWF Superstars game I played on Game Boy. And oh, okay, alright, that also, explains it. Also, he actually came to speak at my school at one point in grade 12. What? He was... What? Yeah. I mean, Did I... he buy your school? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, remember, you can just buy this it. degree. I just remember him <laughs> outlining how he got to where he was as a as a re- pro wrestler, and the only thing I really remember is that it had to do with him getting like a football scholarship for college, and that's pretty much all I remember. I guess it was supposed to be like a pathway to success, motivational talk. Hmm. That sounds about right. Take it from the million dollar man. Yes. <laughs> One thing I did kind of right, like so, about the game um, is that when characters do crotch stomps you hear a bike horn sound yeah because absurdity as we should be doing with wrestling games that's like video game absurdity yeah yeah it's wonderful is what you're saying so you can get around 12 hours according to how long to beat and that's that's like going through all the modes unlocking all the guys um the roster of wrestlers is pretty cool. It gives an excellent look at the legends across the uh, territory days in uh, in particular. So pre nineties, mm. uh, basically. Saw some uh, Eric's up in there. I can't help but think in two thousand one, two thousand two, when this came out, that nobody was really looking to this era for a video game like this. Know what I mean? Because it was all about the late nineties, the early two thousands. That area, that era was just so hot, the hottest era of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And who was playing the video games 
were the kids growing up in that time. I can't imagine there was a ton of adults that grew up during the territories that even played video games. It's just kind of a thought I had well, uh, for this. Well, yes, but I'm sure if you're watching WWE, WCW, they probably referenced an older name here or there, and you're like, oh, where's he from then? No. Really? Like, but, most, of the, most of the guys in this roster weren't even in wrestling anymore. Uh, yeah. Most of the Von Erichs were dead. RVD is <laughs> all you needed, though. Right. RVD was, like, the ECW guys, yeah, they, they were part of that, but they were, I mean, they were their separate organization. Right. That, but, I mean, I grew up in Texas. We had no idea what the fuck WCW even was, even know it existed for a good chunk of the time. Right, but the thing, like, it, that's the perfect time to go back right to this, what was it, they call it the Golden Era or whatever. Like, it was a good time to do that because, like, now, like, how many times do you watch... I feel JD cringing already, but like they're bringing up legends back then of like a generation or two back. So like the timing kind of works out. Like it would have been these guys that someone out there is nostalgic for. Plus with the mix yeah, of like not, RVD. Not most and of the audience. What, the what? Of this time, the, audi- the audience, like the older audience was in WCW. The younger audience was in WWF in this era, right? I guess. Uh, so your Von Erichs. Your Rock and Roll Express. They're still going. Hold on. Well, they're, they're still going, but I'm talking, like, of this era, they weren't in the major organizations. The Von Erichs were dead. <laughs> uh, most of them, anyways. Yeah. Rock and Roll Express weren't part of... Uh, I think they were in WWF in, like, 98. 798 and that was the last time they were there so they were already like four years removed uh anyways back to the game itself mechanics are very simplistic uh, mostly about the comical animations then solid or deep gameplay nothing wrong with that uh the camera in this game i thought was pretty horrid it just zooms in and out constantly where it's overly cinematic for the sake of showmanship rather uh, than the actual gameplay kevin yeah. dunn technique eh yeah, I mean, it was utterly atrocious. I hated the camera in this. I also hated the quick time meter in this game. It either, because depending on your difficulty, either it was way too easy or way too hard. There was no, like, in-between. And I'm more like the the computer in that sense is it just became a reversal fest mm. rather than you miss mistiming something. Because eventually you're just going to get tired of it. Because it's uh, early QTEs, right? Uh, I thought the modes were overly simple as well. Uh, if you're going to do the cartoony thing, then go all the way. This felt kind of halfway. Because uh, there's that there's that new WWE Playgrounds thing where it shows like people getting thrown into an alligator's mouth. The I cannot wait. <laughs> That's going all the way. That's I, something I can get behind. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait. In yeah. this one, it felt like it was missing alligators. The the goofiness of something of that absurd, right? Uh, there's a career mode. You unlock the other wrestlers, give the player at least an incentive to seek out the other modes. Encourages the player to keep playing for those extra characters. I wish more games would do this today. You know, just saying. Mm. Kind of like that SmackDown Mall and No Mercy and. Right. No, 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 you gotta. No, I'm in. No, every, everything's DLC now. Fuck it. Uh, well, you know, you, you really <laughs> you gotta want. Pay, you gotta pay for that. You, you really want it. the player to Why stick around. Why not do both? 
make him have to pay and then unlock it. How fucking dare you? Oh we gotta fire God. you right now. <laughs> isn't that isn't that called buying the game? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's a privilege to buy this game. First of all, let's get that right. My God, <laughs> you're doing you're we're doing you a service already. Mm. Uh. So I did find a Nintendo Power review. I looked in GamePro. I looked at PlayStation Magazine. I looked at a number of things. They didn't review this game. Okay. Nintendo Power did, though, in issue 157 in June 2002. So pretty much as late as possible. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it got a 52 out of 100. Okay. If I'm comparing it to. Yeah, More it got a half. bad review. The review talked up the game as some spectacle and fun to play. And then the written review ends with, The overall look of the game, however, is a bit simplistic and cartoony. Then again, some would argue that pro wrestling never looked all that real to begin with. Ooh, got um, Did Colin write this? Mm, so definitely a jab at wrestling fans there. Did Colin mm-hmm. write this? Yeah, I think Colin wrote that in 2002. <laughs> Nintendo Power. Colin, I didn't realize you were so established. <laughs> There's a lot you don't know about me. Ah, boy. Like, I I see what they were going for in the game. I just didn't see a lot of the replayability value, and that's where a lot of the this cartoony aspect of a wrestling game lies. Uh, usually when you get a game like this, the game's just not deep enough to warrant, you know, a couple sessions with it. Hmm. Uh, could you play it more with friends and have a good laugh for 20 minutes? Absolutely. A lot of games do that. Uh, is that good enough for long term? <sighs> no, I would argue not. Uh, is the game horrible? I also would say no, but it just doesn't offer enough uh, for me as a wrestling fan to stick with it, uh, even compared to say the uh, the Token Road Two game. Uh, so I'm going to fail Legends of Wrestling. Yeah, no, I'm passing it. This is fun as hell. Yeah, I'm going to pass it for the short time I played. I enjoyed it. It's American Wrestling. JD fails it. Knew it. Ah, Jesus. I failed another Japanese game. Ah, likely story. (laughs) How about you, Colin? Like I said, fail. All right. Colin's (laughs) three for three on the fail end. All right, well, tell us about your game you picked, Colin. (laughs) Okay. It's called... WWF Royal Rumble on Super Nintendo and Genesis. Uh, released on Super... Or developed by Sculptured Software and published by Acclaim Entertainment. Released on Super Nintendo on June 8th, 1993 and on Sega Genesis on September 15th, 1993. Although it looks like LJN made the SNES version. Oh boy. They sure did. Fortunately, I didn't have that version on my emulator. I could only play Genesis. Ooh, okay. All right. And I could not figure this game out for the life of me. Just And the game itself just felt very bare bones to me. It's like basic controls are punch, kick, and run, and you're a better man than me if you can figure out how to work them effectively. I, yep. I, have, a, I have a perfect strategy that wins no matter at any time. You kick 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 <laughs> kick and then you pin done Whoa. you win <laughs> well, i didn't you have the patience go, to you figure should go to wwe 
I didn't realize Joey was such a good wrestler. So mm-hmm. it's LJN, so you know the uh, gameplay mechanics are going to be pretty bad, or at least bare bones, as as you said, Colin. And you're absolutely right. What that what this is is it's based on a uh, a button mash system. Uh, so you yeah. basically just walk up to a guy and then you just try to hit the button as fast as you can, and then you'll do something. Yeah, I, I thought this was the same game I had played a while back with some friends, way back in the '90s. But this, I don't think it's the same because I don't see Yokozuna in the roster anywhere. I distinctly remember him being in there. In the well, he he was in when. there. He well, jumped I didn't, in the I didn't see him in the Genesis there. version, and I wasn't sure if he was in uh, the SNES version. He, he was in the Super Nintendo because he jumped in yes. on the. He was the last person in my Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay then, I guess. I guess since it was in the SNES version, that didn't translate or make its way into the Genesis version. But then again, I didn't play very far. Well, I'll interrupt you there to say that the two versions had exclusive wrestlers. Oh. The SNES version had Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase, Yokozuna. There's your guy, and Tatanka. Huh. And the Genesis version replaces those guys with Hulk Hogan. IRS, Jim Duggan, uh, Rick Martel, and Papa Shango. Okay, so, so the Super Nintendo version sounds way cooler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Very much so. Oh, I really wish I had that version on my emulator. Yeah, you'll have to oh, go well. buy the ROM somewhere. I played as The Undertaker, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I will say, I didn't know Bret Hart was Canadian until this game. The more you know. What? What? The Hearts yep. are Canadian. Yeah, he's, he said he was in, uh, or from Calgary. Calgary, Alberta. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bret Hart is, like, he, Canadian number one. There hey. was a time that he was the most famous Canadian in the world in the 90s. Well, and, yes, that includes Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> oh, the more That's you how know. huge Bret Hart was in Canada. Again, I always I thought it was funny that him and the Canadians ran around with the British Bulldog. That just shows how little of a shit I give about pro wrestling. You should just know as a citizen of your great country. That's right. And Joey, to answer your question, yes, it is funny, but uh, in the old uh, Stampede Wrestling in Calgary, uh, that's where Bulldog got his start and trained with the Hearts. And he, are they? Yeah, I know he trained with them, but I just thought. And he married his sister. There was that one point where they're all just coming out waving their Canadian flags, and then he just got the British Bulldog walking with them. Yeah, he's cool. He's like, yeah, I like Canada too. <laughs> it's part of the Commonwealth. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go on, somebody. <laughs> no, I'm listening to you get schoolgirl laugh about Canada. Ah, oh, come on. Uh, this does that. Uh, all right, that, does I'll, that I'll, I'll just continue. Thing, by the way, of the really creepily uh, thumbnails of guys. That really makes you uncomfortable with all these wrestling games. It's the more the Japanese games because they get like either super detailed or it's super pixely. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, no, the gameplay of this was fine. It's just... I, I, I guess it has that same problem where I'm just like, am I grappling them? Who knows? We'll find out. Like, well, I, you, you probably didn't know about the button mash mechanic. No, I, it was obvious. I had that meter at the top to me, but it's just like... I'd like a dedicated grapple button of, like, I know I'm doing the grappling. Like, I know this is my turn. Like, that's why I'm really scared about Fire Pro. It'd be like, I don't know if I 
gonna know if I'm winning. Yeah, I didn't know if I uh, was grappling or they're grappling me. And also in the yeah. Royal Rumble, it was either I threw him over or I threw him against the ropes. And sometimes when I threw him against the ropes, they would hit the ropes and fall over. So it was like three moves that had the exact same button, so it was confusing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very primitive, that's for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt behind that at all. Um, so unfortunately... Uh, the point behind uh, these exclusive wrestlers is there's only 12 wrestlers on the entire roster in a game marked as the Royal Rumble, which had that mode. Uh, that's, to me, the biggest downside. Uh, the roster is just too damn small. I do question how Crush made the superstar roster of all people. Uh, excuse me, Crush, the greatest part of Demolition. You're thinking of someone Was else. Was he the Repo Man? You're thinking of Crash. Oh, wait, yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay, then fuck. And yes, he was the Repo Man. Repo Man! <laughs> he should have been this game instead of Crush. Best wrestler. Um, so yeah, very very primitive mechanics. However, I did find out there was a bunch of other things you could do. Uh, essentially, the game encourages cheating. So your favorite with the, with the manager and... You can actually uh, bump the ref constantly, yeah. which is hilarious. Everyone knows if the refs you bump are made it, of glass. You... Well, yeah, that's I even wrote that in my notes uh. as a joke because we know wrestlers are made of glass. You can walk up to the ref and bump into him, and what <laughs> he starts getting dizzy, or you can run at him and you just crash full blown into him, and the ref is down forever. So that <laughs> enables you to go get like, yeah, you can then go get chairs and shit outside, even though there's I'm pretty sure there's no DQ in this game, which is funny. Uh, if you're in tag matches and you throw your opponent into the corner, you can actually start choking him okay. and whatnot, uh, throw him into the ropes. You can choke him. Uh, you can poke, you can eye poke in the game too. So there's a lot of those goofy things because there's a lot of, uh, bad guys on this roster, which is funny. Mm. Huh. Yeah. I had a blast playing this, uh, despite it's, um, Controls being, well, very absent. <laughs> this was, by definition, a fun, simplistic wrestling game. Uh, but you definitely see the LJN on it, with things just not connecting all the time. Hmm. Which is kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, if this had a stronger, better roster, because, as we've discovered, wrestling games with big rosters uh, create a bunch of replay replayability value in itself. Uh, I think I would like this game more if it had, if it didn't have those exclusive wrestlers across the the consoles. But whatever, I guess. Um, I will say I had enough fun where I immediately bought this game. I paid five bucks for it, so I think it's worth five dollars. You gave uh, the usual the price it goes for is about ten. Money? How dare you? <laughs> I didn't give WWF my money. I gave the guy on eBay <laughs> who works for the W. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, you don't know that. Um, Colin, did you at least have some moniker of fun with this? Why is Yokozuna only like 180 pounds? Wait, is that what he said? Is that no, what it says I'm in the game? No, I'm just looking at him and I because I played Genesis, and he's so tiny. He's not in the Genesis version. I'm sorry. I played Genesis, I, I meant to say, if I didn't. I'm watching Super Nintendo footage. He's like, he's like as big as The Undertaker with-wise. Yeah, yep. I remember they that. Didn't, they didn't really do different sizes. They're just oh like, hey. Also, the guy playing this is winning every match by count out, and he's a little peen for that. 
He should have used my method. Kick to pin. He was going to kick, but then... And also, apparently, uh, you can win the belt via countout in this game. Everyone knows that's how it works. Uh, That's how it works in Japan. Well, it should, because if you knock somebody out so hard that they can't get back in, that's how it should work. Yeah. Does AEW do that? Random question. Um... That hasn't come up, oh, actually. Okay, then. Moving on. I don't think they've ever established oh, or not established I'm that tweet, as a thing. I'm going to tweet Cody right now. <laughs> so, uh, I did find a couple reviews on this. My favorite part. Uh, Nintendo Power issue 50 from July 93. So, only a month after release. It gets it, it gets uh, more hype than Gunstar Heroes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this Nintendo Power issue has an 8 page issue all about this game a huge advertisement hyping up the various modes showcasing each wrestler in the game bret hart mr perfect yokozuna undertaker razor ramon hell this made me want to buy the game this this advertised so well <laughs> immediately with the wrestlers being on front and center all those guys i loved them and the tagline was great here we go Beyond the bounds of civilized behavior rock the ring with 16 megs of outlaw action I died reading that. I laughed so hard. <laughs> wow, all 16 megs. <laughs> 16 megs, man. Outlaw action. <laughs> Cuz when I think when I think wrestling, I think of outlaw action. Just like those outlaw mud shows, am I right? Am I right, Kevin? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh yeah, in the same issue there was a short Star Fox comic. Totally Ooh. read it. Yeah. It's quite good. Uh, review score gave it 3.8 graphics, 3.8 control, 3.7 challenge, 3.9 fun factor. So 3.8 out of 5, a.k.a. 76 out of 100. Not a great score. Uh, just barely under par, mostly. Um, and then the Game Pro issue 47 uh, from June 93. So, bef- got it before Nintendo Power. Uh, this was written by Scary Larry. <laughs> oh. I love all these names in Game Pro. Super rad. Yeah. Uh, it's all about the wrestling puns here with whip the opposition. This WWF card is going to pin you to the mat and make you cry, uncle. So you know a <laughs> wrestling fan didn't write this. <laughs> uh, get your name into the record books as the master of disaster, the sultan of slam, the prince of pins. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know a wrestling fan did not write this. <laughs> uh, slam bam graphics, crystal clear, a photo sharp. What? And that is a quote. Yeah. <laughs> Not like photo sharpness or anything. Crystal clear of photo sharp. Each sprite moves cleanly and executes the wrestling moves with the greatest of ease. Not really true. <laughs> uh, even the audience looks real, which that part I died laughing. <laughs> Did you guys even pay attention to the to the audience in this game? Yes. Not I really. saw the same people oh. over and over and over. Yeah, they look totally real. Lots oh. of lots of twins in the audience. Absolutely, <laughs> it was twin day. Now the now the Game Pro magazine gave it a, a four point five graphics score, ah. a four for sound, four for control, four point five fun. Yes, that's a four point two five out of five, aka eighty five out of a hundred. Gets an excellent score. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Well, yeah. So this was a blast to play. Uh, if the controls were better, I'd probably tier it higher. We'll get to the tiers later. But uh, I'm passing Colin's pick for WWF Royal Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble mode. That was super fun. With all 12 people. Yeah, that's 
That's the unfortunate Hey, I part. knocked out like seven of those 12 people. Whoa. Right. Dude, you, you should just got to be belt. Yokozuna and just be bigger than no, I was Undertaker. Yeah, dick kick with Undertaker. And then when there's only three people left, you just run around and make sure the other two fight each other, and then you throw them both out. And you're, it's easy. Uh, the Ric Flair technique, yes. But Brilliant. I, I fail this. Oh. <laughs> this was not I fun. Got, I got to fail it too. Oh, yeah, the only four for four for Colin. There's the only a, real there's... fun I had was when I found out Brett Car- Brett Hart was Canadian. <laughs> the only uh, I'm gonna fail it because why not play Saturday Night Slam Masters? That's pretty much my only reasoning. Just like I don't want to play this. I can play something way cooler. No, yeah. So I wanted to pick WWF superstars on Game Boy, but JD said no. Oh, JD squashed one of your picks. Whoa, crazy. That never happens. <laughs> When's the next 3DO game we're playing, by the way? Because we all have one of those. I mean, we played <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Cast, Got it. We? Sorry, Colin. I would like to hear your personal review of a better game. Uh, yeah, now that I think about it, a lot of my like of WWF Superstars is just nostalgia. God damn Colin, I gave you a chance. I mean, it's it's very simplistic, but I think part of what helped me buy into what was happening in that game is because the 8-bit graphics leave less room for the fakeness to shine through. Right. Felt a little more believable to me. Of course, then again, I was a kid, too, so that helped. So you plus maybe me- I can get you into Fire Pro, Ke- Colin, Kevin Colin. I, Both I of you. was going to say, I'm actually going to, I'm planning on playing it tomorrow and trying it, so. I'm going to yeah, give it a shot. If- if more wrestling games were more like WWF in your house, then I might play them. You need to play WrestleMania the arcade game, and I'd recommend the PS1 yeah, version. Yeah, you would definitely enjoy that, I feel. Because it, it was the better game, it was a prequel, but play the one that nobody talks about, the PS1 version. <laughs> Why? It's got, the best, it's got the best audio and sound. Everyone's like, oh, the Super Nintendo version, the Genesis. I'm like, yo, there's a way better version nobody talks about. Hmm. So do it. I helped. I might check it. All right, Kevin, your pick. Ah, yeah. The last one. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Simp Wrestling Simulator 2002. <laughs> wow, what a game! I regret everything about this. <laughs> oh boy. Yup. I I definitely picked Rumble Roses, and the Dreamcast. My bad. I didn't change that. It's PS2. Yeah. No, I was like, no. Yeah. No wonder the Dreamcast failed. Anyway, uh, it's developed by you. <laughs> Did you spend $8 on this game? <laughs> no, I got it for free and I paid too much. Uh, this is developed <laughs> and published, or no, sorry, developed by Ukes, uh, published by Konami. Uh, if surprised you told me that because I would have guessed it was made by Tecmo. Uh, it is an all-waifu, weird-ass wrestling game. It's, this game's fucking weird, dude. I, I don't like it. I played 10 minutes of it. It's not that weird. I had played 10 minutes of it, and I felt so uh, uncomfortable. Did, did anybody read the instruction manual? Did they no. what? The instruction read manual. Read the instruction oh. manual. No. Oh, man. You, you, you have to... It's a true sight to behold. Uh, here's the first paragraph of the introduction page. You ready for this? Oh, this I'm so is, excited. This is amazing. Okay, so... Five words best describe the girls in action of Rumble Roses. Mm-mm, mm-mm, uh, it's mm-mm. like a playboy <laughs> get ready to get hot and sweaty without ever stepping into the ring 
These ladies will have you breathing heavy and begging for mercy before the match even begins. With lethal moves and looks that can kill, the Rumble Rose's beauties are waiting for you with lit fuses and talent to burn. Can you perform under the pressure, or will the mere power of their presence render you impotent? This game. Impotent. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, I get what this game's going for, and I completely understand it, but I was just like, this is so fucking weird and uncomfortable and I, I literally played one match and I was like no I'm I'm really good like I, oh you missed out on the best no parts I did I, I literally saw everything in the first 10 seconds like, I didn't, no, you didn't. I, I didn't even make it through no, a match oh, it's and the thing is I don't even think the, the game plays that good and you said it runs off the here comes the pain engine yes that is cool. true so go play here comes the pain uh, because <laughs> like it's just weird. Like, this is clearly for some desperate weirdos. I'm, this game is fucking terrible. Every shot is... The game claims itself to be, uh, to have the highest polygon count of any Gee, game I wonder, made. well, they're like, well, we gotta make sure all the boobs are there, like... Does it? What was the polygon count? Yeah. What was... Anyway, 69, it was, it 69. Was some... Nice. Okay. <laughs> this game's fucking weird. Like... They're, everyone's in a skirt. It's all like, oh man, if I only do this move, like, as seductively as possible. I'm like, this is fucking awful. Like, okay, claim to have 10,000 polygons. Mm-hmm. Just in the boobs. Um, yeah, yeah, the under boobs. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> I'm looking at the audience right now. I'm a side boob guy myself. I'm looking at the audience right now, and it all looks like neckbeard weirdos who are losing their shit over the basic of holds. Um, it, yeah, it, it's... It's weird. Yeah, my my notes just say the worst. That's literally (laughs) all my notes are. As the ESPN sound goes off. Yep. (laughs) Honestly, like like everyone makes fun of like uh, just the worst. There's there like so many people who are like, oh my god, women's revolution or like women's wrestling has evolved so much. I'm like, I mean, come on. There and then I'm looking at this. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it has, actually, because, and actually, me and Joey were talking before you guys got in here. Joey, what were you saying about the, uh, what was it, mud wrestling uh, mode? The, the mud match, the only match I yes. tried, I'm like, let me see what is it. I think it was counterintuitive what they wanted, because the mud covered up all the under boob and everything, and it just became, like, a tan blob, and they didn't really have a figure, it was just, they so, were just mud at some point. I was like, what's the point of this? So, ironically, the mud wrestling variant actually is the most PG-friendly version of this. Um, <laughs> dude, this game is just fucking weird. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Anyone that plays this, and if you tell me, me, no, but it's got a really good engine and the technique. Yeah, okay. I'm sure you just you know read Playboy for the articles too. So, um, fucking fit. It does have a good engine. Yeah, I'm gonna fail it because just there's so many other ways to get your rocks off that aren't this. And no, it's just weird and desperate and creepy. All of this is weird. Oh, come on. No, if you were 12 no. and going through puberty, this game would be all about Crazy you. fact, I'm not. So, there. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't think I got one move off. Like, I couldn't no. do anything. But they could grapple ah. me from halfway across the, the 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 mud ring. And it was just, <laughs> like, it didn't make sense to me. And then they would grab my ankle and you would just stand there while they just hold your ankle for a good 10 seconds before anything else happened. I was like, well, what the fuck They is have this to game? hold your ankle until you at least let out seven moans and then you can get up. Oh yeah, everything's moan. Uh, uh, uh. I'm like, this is fucking awful. Like, I didn't hear much of that when I was watching it on YouTube. 
Well, it's because you're watching YouTube. They got an algorithm to play to. So you guys are really glossing over the the most of the aspects this game has yeah, to oh, offer. Oh, the aspects. So, oh, I'll, 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 I'll fill. I'll fill. Yeah, I'll fill. I'll fill. I'll fill you, in the gaps for before you. Before you start, tell me all about out, their personality. Yeah. Before you start, I want to point out two of these characters are Canadian. Oh, good. Great. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, the walking schoolgirl fetish and the walking uh, teacher fetish. Oh, good. That's literally the the match I'm watching right now to remind myself how fucking weird this is. <laughs> so, because this game was published by Konami, you could actually see multiple advertisements in the game, yes. in the arenas, like uh, Metal Gear Solid yep, I saw, <laughs> Castlevania. I saw Metal Gear yeah, Solid I remember three, that. Uh, ad. The greatest part of the game, in fact. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could go play a way better game. Uh, each of the characters have an unlockable persona, i.e. either face or heel side. Oh, yes. A good idea to expand the roster, but of course they fucked it up by you can't have them both unlocked at once. Mm. So what? you're effectively locking out half your roster Great. at any point in time, yeah. There is an arcade mode of sorts for a story, which is, uh, oh, you're going to love this. A story! There's a story! Yeah, there, hey, there is a story mode. Wow. What is it? Uh, an evil person described, uh, described, uh, disguised as a nurse that wants to steal the wrestler's DNA to create a super robot fighter. Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. That's a real thing. Yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, basically, I can describe this game as here comes the pain, but it's dead or, dead or alive. <laughs> ass wrestling game. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the best mechanic in the game, Kevin, mm. which you didn't get to, is the heart mode. I'll live with myself okay. somehow. So, there is a heart that gets filled up as you're wrestling, and if your opponent's heart meter is completely filled, the character starts to blush. Oh. They get embarrassed. As you do in, mm-hmm. in normal wrestling. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, once they get super blushed and embarrassed, you can hit them with the humiliation finisher. Ooh. And that and that involves... Uh, that involves a unique finisher to the person in which you put uh, your opponent in a humiliating position oh. to then make them submit or win the match. Right. Mm. Mm, yes. So there's like a uh, nice little spread eagle submission. Of course there is. Why wouldn't there which, be? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, the biggest negative of the game, yes, I have to admit there is a negative to this game. Oh, really? Is there's just not enough modes. And, of course, half the roster is locked out. There's only... The singles matches and the mud wrestling match. Uh, well, big bummer. Darn, they could have done so much more with this. It's almost like it was a cash grab or something. Crazy. Well, with all those polygons, I don't think they could actually put more women in there because then they would take away from the polygons. And then, yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? You would be distracted by too much tits and ass. Yes. You would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you didn't. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys didn't didn't find this, but you know, I I. The the what I sacrifice for this podcast to really really give you the the scoop on all these games. There is a gallery mode mm. straight out of Dead or Alive. Whoa! They they put can, a picture mode in Rumble Roses. Crazy. Oh no no no! You can <clears throat> watch them. Oh no! Oh yeah! They like stretch and hang out on the beach, and if you don't do anything, they actually start to automatically answer personal questions. Like what's it's your really can you not get slower? Can you not position? stop talking slower as you describe more? It's really weird. Can we just fail this game? And move on. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking no. no I don't. You, you can't. We can't gloss over the voice acting and amazing dialogue, which is hilariously stereotypical <laughs> to where care. each person represents. 
I don't care. The southerner sounds like a hick. The geisha care. sounds like broken Battle Japanese English. Baby, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm singing <laughs> a song that's called I Don't Care because this game is for fucking weirdos. <laughs> so the Game Pro issue did review this in issue 196 in January 2005. Uh, yeah, that was um, two months after it was released. The pages uh, are game got a 3.5 in the graphics. I, I just can't agree with that score. It's just way too low. Yeah, no. The sound no is three, which, you know, control three and a half. Yeah, they had a good engine to have good controls and just wasn't all there. As Joey said, you can pretty much grab someone from across the mud pit. That's kind of unacceptable when you're really going, really trying to just keep your DNA to yourself. Oh, boy. Can't let that evil nurse get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fun factor was three and a half. I'm sure some people would give that a much higher score. 6.9. Nice. Uh, Mm. <laughs> it got you know so that aggregates out to a 3.375 out of 5 aka 67 out of 100 just just not a good score uh the review itself had some fun talking uh it, it really really you know talking about breasts to polygon ratios g-string comments really stayed focused on just how shallow the game was and in, in despite of it not being terrible so says the review mm. Uh, quote was failed to create anything but an average game with a penchant for g-strings and larger than usual cup sizes. So, yeah, uh, if this game was deeper, I would I would have passed it, but it's not. It's a very shallow game uh, with a good engine that just didn't capitalize on it. So yes, you can play the story mode in about five hours if you so choose to do that, or you could just stick to the gallery mode. <clears throat> <laughs> really, really learn who these who these uh, wrestlers are. Yeah, I want to get to know uh, their personalities yeah, real well. Mm. Well, how else are you supposed to swoon them? Uh, by literally doing anything else. <laughs> okay. uh, random yeah, random note uh, just popped up on my Twitter feed. Uh, you guys remember Death Battle? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Death Battle bot put up uh, Asuka versus Jesus Christ, and uh, I just want to get your opinion on that, JD, real quick. What? Well, wouldn't Jesus Christ would. How, how dare you? Who's the other character? Uh, Asuka from WWE. It's a JD question. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Or Kana from Famous Juicy. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, no. Uh, Rumble Roses sucks. Um, it could just... No. Just no. <laughs> like, it's... The, it, like, even if this game was quote-unquote good, it literally runs off a better wrestling game's engine, and it's not as creepy. And if for some reason you ha- feel the need to really get your creep on, doesn't like Here Comes the Pain have a brown panties match? Yeah. Okay. So there's literally no reason to play this. Got it. <laughs> but you don't have the humiliation finisher. I don't finishers. give a shit. The humiliation is you playing it. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, I bought Rumble Roses because it's a good wrestling game, says every fucking weirdo virgin ever. No, it's unfortunately not a good game. Yeah, it's not. It's all about the tits and ass. Yes, but there's all double right, so XX. Our, our games we played, as we finish up here, games we played for the podcast, All Japan Pro Wrestling 2, 3-4 Budokan on the Super Nintendo, Famicom. New Japan Pro Wrestling Token Road 2, The Next Generation on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Legends of Wrestling on the PS2. WWF Royal Rumble on the SNES and Genesis. And, of course... Rubble Roses on the PS2. Alright, guys. I'll go first today. Great. My so the worst game was Rubble Roses. Uh, I'm just getting it out there now. My <laughs> favorite game 
that I had the most fun with was WWF Royal Rumble, but I think New Japan uh, Token Road 2 was the best game. So I'm going with that one. And the worst game was Rumble Rose on the PS2. (laughs) I actually thought you weren't going to say that. No, it was the worst game. Uh, It's just too egregious when it's made in a good wrestling engine and they still didn't make it all that deep or good in control-wise. It's quite quite an astounding feat when you think about it. It's almost more impressive how bad it is. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Mm. I did like those women. Did you, really? Quite attractive. Oh, yeah. Yes. I learned a lot about... um, Learned about the uh, the hot Canadian nurse. Oh, well, she's Canadian. She had, she had a I lot. Told. Look, she had a, she, hey, she had a, she had a lot to say. Oh, did she? Anyway, uh, Legends of Wrestling was uh, my pick for best, and uh, Rumble Roses was the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me your tears while you're at it, please. Oh, okay. uh, you want tears? Uh, I thought you meant crying for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, give me your give me your simp tears. You didn't like Rumble Roses. Ew. I'm going to do a Budokan F. Uh, I'm going to do Rumble Roses F. Uh, I'm going to do uh, Rumble, Royal Rumble, a D. Um, oh my god. We the next the generation. Um, cinematic stuff was fine. I hated the wrestling part of it, so D. And uh, Legends oh of Wrestling god. is going to be uh, barely a C. So. <laughs> okay. Wow. Joey, with the harsh tier scores, I forgot to no. give mine. Um, yeah. Budokan, I will give a because it's so primitive and they were trying, but unfortunately the camera was very atrocious. That's unacceptable, so that's a D. Uh, Token Road Two, I'll give a nice solid B. If the uh, gameplay was deeper, it probably would have uh, gotten a higher score. Uh, Legends of Wrestling, I agree, it's a C. Um, WWF Royal Rumble, I will also give a C. Uh, again, if the controls were deeper, would be higher. Rumble Roses gets a D. Yes. D. How'd you give that a, a D? D? You want to you want to give it your D? No, it's an F. <laughs> F, F means, hold up. To me, Joey, because of because of that A tier uh, comment, you got me. I will I will make no, it an F. Hold on. I, F is like unplayable, is it not? Like you cannot play it. Like it literally doesn't work. And the answer is yes, because then you'd have to explain yourself to people. Uh, alright Colin you failed every game on this podcast (laughs) yeah I gotta know your tier scores and what was your most hated (laughs) I won't even ask you for which one you liked because you didn't like any one of them (laughs) well all of them get D tier wow and for my least favorite it's really hard to say (laughs) I'm just going to say NJPW Tokon Road. Uh, you didn't that, like that one the most? It bored me the most. You know Rumble Roses oh. exist, right? And I'm... Actually, yes. <laughs> because that at least gave me something to look at and laugh at. Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's very true. It's got me there. I don't uh, care what you right, call Kevin. me. <laughs> You're up, man. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. Uh, all right. So I'm going to give AJPW. I can't remember. All Japan. Uh, that's a D. Don't really care about Wait, All Japan? Yeah, AJ, AJPW, okay. right? You gave that a yeah, D? Yeah, D. That's just boring. Not that great a camera. Uh, the N64 game. What was it? NJPW. Yes. Uh, 
it was better than the other one. Like I'd give it a C just because like it seems a little deeper and also funny ref lull. Um, I'd give that a C. <laughs> Very true. Uh, Legends of Wrestling is my favorite. Uh, I'll, it's like between a C and a B because maybe it's just like comparison bias. I don't know. Um, but like I know the names. I can have some fun with it. So maybe like C. Uh, also, RVD yeah, is fair. a good way to get me to do anything. Um, Royal Rumble, I'll give it like a C. Like it's it's okay. I just I could play yeah. Saturday Night Slam Masters. And uh, I'm going to give Rumble Roses a uh, double D, you know? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How did nobody make that joke? Uh, anyway. It's just, well, Joey made the A-tier joke obvious. of I wanted to give it my D. <laughs> I'm going to give it a D cup rating. Um, it's just... Not go that extra go that extra mile. Give it the F cup rating. Oh, God, no. They're too floppy. Um, <laughs> it's just, floppy. like, like literally, Rumble Rose is the worst because, like, I didn't want to play it. Like, I don't want to You be, picked it! I know I did, and I regret things. <laughs> and what makes it worse is that this is a wrestling cast, something I like, and we picked, like, the worst games. We need to do a wrestling cast, too, where we play like, Here Comes the Pain or something. Or not these. I mean, we literally talked about no mercy and yeah, revenge. Talked and about them. Why can't we? I, I, I need to wash this out my face. I do believe when we were picking JD was strongly suggesting picking games that we didn't normally play and he, that's right games yeah. we didn't really know about. So that took away all the good games that we did play, and <sighs> we were left you. with this. God damn it! Look what you've done. It's a fucking <laughs> dictator on this guy. <laughs> and I, no, I was no. I was torn between Legends and Simpsons, and I went Legends to go more theme of wrestling with wrestling instead of. We would have game. been better off playing WWE Crush Hour. Well, that's not a wrestling yeah, game. Well, neither was Rumble Roses. It was softcore, yeah, it it was softcore pornography. No, come on. Uh, no. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Alright, so our next cast is... Uh, so we're switching up between Colin and Joey's pick. Uh, just so... Because Joey insisted on a great topic for episode 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so Colin's got the next theme pick. It's run and gun. Uh, then we're going Joey's sixty nine pick, nice. and then uh, Kevin, it's your pick after. Yeah. That. So we got, a, got a, we got some good I ones here. I got a here. weird theme that I don't know how to describe. Cool. You can uh, you can tell us after the cast. We can get we'll ahead. Make it quick because uh, in these in these trying times. But yes, this was episode sixty seven, the wrestling video game cast. I hope everyone enjoyed. We'll see you next time. I hate everybody. Bye now.